It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have And if you let that whiskey ring. The Odd Drunk Podcast! Getting caught in the rain. If you like yoga. If you have half a brain. brain. If you like making love at midnight. In the dunes of the Cape. (laughs) I love that you know the lyrics. (laughs) I don't know. I heard that song as well. I don't remember who it's by, but. Oh, that's <laughs> shit. We're gonna get. Who cares? Um, <laughs> welcome back to the Odd Drunk Podcast, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, <laughs> this is our first episode of the new year of 2022. Yes, Happy New Year's. Yeah, uh, the third season or whatever you want to call it. We so, only list that something on like that. We only list that on Apple Podcasts, honestly. And Apple Podcasts is really pissing me off as of late. Yeah, because I've tried repeatedly to change our logo back, and it's still the Spooktober one. It's still Spooktober. There and if on you're a, a new over there on Apple Podcasts, but if you're still an if you're a new listener, you have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. So that's just our regular logo. <laughs> if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> because we're purely a horror podcast that only operates within October. In fact, we shouldn't even be recording right now. Yeah. What are we doing? What are we doing? Let's all just go home. Man, that would be easy if we only <laughs> operated. Once, once a year. Yeah, once, one for month one month. <laughs> yeah, okay, that'd be great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I enjoy. I could it. be working on it, my schoolwork right now. Uh, you don't need that. No, you do, but. Uh, uh, <laughs> but it's nice to be back to a schedule. Yeah, and we're we've started school again, so we'll yeah. see how that goes. And just before we get into it, we do. We are gonna have probably more commentaries for a while, possibly. Yeah. Because we don't want to miss a week. We want to keep those episodes coming out, and commentaries are really easy to do. So hopefully we won't miss a week. But if we feel like we need to, we will give yeah. you fair warning. We, we will, we'll be busy. We got, we got. Yeah, we will give you fair warning, but we're definitely not going to just quit on you guys, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, when school's over, if we make it, if we survive by then – We'll definitely be back to normal, but <laughs> but for now, expect it to be weekly, but just yeah, hesitancy, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but tonight, to start off the year, start off this first episode of many, because last year it was honestly a slog at the end. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> we recorded we got some like fun stuff th- 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 coming up though. Well, it was like on, over 40 else. episodes last year. Well over that, honestly. Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But here we go. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, we only missed a few weeks here and there. Yeah. <laughs> only like a couple. But don't worry about it. But if you are new, um, I guess I'll just get out of the way. Just check out our Instagram um, and on Spotify, there's really cool news hmm. because we used to only tell people to leave reviews on Apple podcasts, but that limits it to iPhone users. Yeah. 
um, Spotify, you can actually leave a star rating. You can't leave a review, but you can leave a rating. Yeah. So if so. you like us and you listen to us on Spotify, go ahead and hit that up. But and what I really like about it, I tested it out on another podcast that I liked. Um, and it was a new one I was listening to, so I only listened to like an episode, and it yeah. told me I had to listen to more before I could leave a rating. Oh, good. Which good. is really good. Yeah. So you can't just like review bomb people. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Or you can't get like fake ratings. So it's a or little if bit people more honest. do review bomb us, at least they put in the effort. Exactly. You're like, gonna have to listen to a few yeah. hours of this to give us that one star. Is it really worth it? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's up to you, I yeah, guess. If people review Bomb House on Spotify, I'll be like, you know what? I'm not they, even mad because uh, they had to listen. They at least they put in the time and effort. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that exists now, so that's pretty cool. So check that out if you want, and um, and yeah, Instagram's our main squeeze at Odd Drunk Pod. It's in the link tree. Don't yeah. worry about it. The link tree in the description. We've said that so many times by now. But if you're <laughs> new, you don't get all the references. You I don't, don't even remember don't, what the a link tree is. You don't it's get been all so long. You don't get all the inside jokes and references. If you're new to us, Willem Dafoe, character actor Willem Dafoe. There you go. This one. <laughs> Mexico. Mexico. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> was uh, Danny DeVito. You know. <laughs> Please don't. I know it's easy to just pause or like throw your phone out the window yeah but don't especially the second one instead of doing that that, you know i have a challenge for our listeners for the new year here i haven't told jackson about this idea okay a challenge um if you're listening to this uh everyone should tag danny should share this and tag danny devito in it um every episode let's get danny devito to listen to the odd drunk podcast (laughs) (laughs) let's do it Maybe Willem Dafoe, too. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear he's going to be on the next? <laughs> Just Saturday? tag famous people. Yeah. In <laughs> but it's got, you, you got to know who we would care about. Yeah. But, you know, Willem Dafoe, character actor Willem Dafoe, is going to be on Saturday Night Live. Ooh. And I think this might be the first time in literally years that I tune in. Yeah, I, that sounds amazing. I have always just with Saturday Night Live uh, just watched YouTube clips. Yeah, afterwards. But um, I, I think I'm gonna tune into this. Last time I actually watched Saturday Night Live on air was when Bill Hader was still on the cast. That's like some of the best stuff. Yeah, I liked his character Stefan. Yeah, go yeah. ahead and recommend the clubs. <laughs> but yeah, Willem Dafoe's gonna be on. Really he's gonna be on Saturday Night Live. And I think that's going to be amazing. Uh, I'm surprised he's never been on. I hope before. I'm not confusing Bill Hader with Fred Armisen. I might be confusing. Well, they both like that. do skits together all. the yeah, time. Yeah, they were on around the same time. But that character I mentioned, Stefan. Stefan, that's Bill Hader. Was that Bill Hader? Okay. Yeah, Fred Armisen. He does a really <laughs> funny. He does a parody of Johnny Rotten. It's oh, like I've seen that. Yeah, Michael Garbage. I, I forget his name, <laughs> but he does like this punk, like British punk rock parody. It's pretty. Yeah. Cool. And I, I really love his like musician comedy series, like mm-hmm. drum jokes and like the. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> I like Portlandia. Oh yeah, that's, that's good stuff. You know the best joke they've ever told on Portlandia. What's that? It was I don't even remember what the sketch was, <laughs> but they're they're talking about um, there's a few of them and they're talking about uh, love triangles, and one of them mentions Fleetwood Mac and he goes, you know Fleetwood Mac did their best stuff when there was all that love triangle stuff going on. Mm-hmm. One of the guys goes rumors. 
The other guy goes, "No, it's all true. <laughs> it's all true." Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then they don't re- they don't react to it. They just continue with the conversation. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's my favorite joke they've ever done on Portland. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, honestly. But anyway, um, but let's sometimes be- before we talk about what we're doing for this episode. Oh, I was gonna do a segue, but anyways. Well, I think we should oh, talk yeah. about what we're drinking first. The classic yeah. segment, if you should call it. I don't know. The only <laughs> consistent segment we kind of do. Is what we're is, drinking. What, what are we drinking tonight? <laughs> because we're not popular enough to read letters like the Weekly Planet, which I did send them a letter. Ooh. And I'll, I hope they I hope they read it. I'll tell you about that later. Yeah. But um, so. If you guys, all, if any of you want to send us letters, uh, do so. We're not going to give you our address, but. <laughs> well we do have a gmail yeah yeah i'll at gmail.com i don't know if i have it in the link tree but i'll update it it'll be updated <laughs> by the time this episode comes out don't worry if you want to do that but if i mean i i won't read it if it's obviously like if you're a bot or you're trying to sell me uh, an extended warranty on my car you <laughs> yeah. know that kind of thing like or maybe i'll read it out on the podcast and embarrass you and your family yeah <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> got a couple drinks here. Um, I've got the bamboo rum. We've had it before once mm-hmm. yeah. recently. It's good stuff. Towards the end of last year. And I was going to get a different rum, this rum from Trinidad. Mm. And it got pretty good reviews. People said it was like a unique tasting rum. It almost had a cola taste to it. Oh, yeah. Um, but at the same time, I saw that they had bamboo or, and uh, – from Barbados, and I was like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, I kind of like getting a drink I like and just getting it over and over again until I yeah, wear well, it out. It's why uh, I drink Plantation. So oh, much. I came really close it's, to getting Plantation. It's just a really good rum. That's In fact, kind of I'll probably pick up. Um, I'll probably pick up some Plantation pineapple next time. Oh, uh, there's there's store. definitely a couple spirits that uh, maybe not my favorite, but it's one of my go tos. Um, when it comes to whiskey, I like Four Roses. Oh yeah, you can't the, go wrong. It's not the best out there, but it's it's good. But you can't go wrong. Yeah, it's good stuff. I think Green Goblin drank it. Or no, he drank. Um, no, no, it wasn't Four Roses. It was like Evan Williams or something. No, it was no, it was than Maker's that. Mark. It, it was, was Maker's, Maker's Mark. Mark. Yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, it was Maker's Mark. I and I remember that uh, New Goblin also drank that later on. Yeah, <laughs> we've been doing Spider-Man stuff lately. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> well, we have our review. We have two Spider-Man episodes. You know, I will say I though, that. I'm surprised New Goblin would drink Maker's Mark. I feel like he's too rad for Maker's Mark. No, he would drink Four Loco <laughs> or something. Malibu, Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just whatever yeah. shitty like college drink. Skull vodka. But it like one that's still <laughs> pricier. Because he is yeah, rich. True, true. So he would drink. Uh, <laughs> uh, he'd drink like Hennessy. Yeah. And you know what? That gives me the heebie jeebies thinking about that. Hennessy? James Franco drinking Hem- Hennessy. Oh, yeah. That um, <laughs> especially the new goblet. Hennessy's a little bit overrated, but it's yeah. definitely one of those things that uh, a rich person a rich who thinks they're cool would, would drink. Yeah. Um, um, and what are you drinking, Colton? I got a beer here. I forgot to mention my beer. Oh, yeah. Mention your beer. Uh, let me mention that real quick. So I've got Scott Brewing's Love Potion, Snowdown Edition, 
That's all I'm going to say. If you <laughs> live in the area or know anything about that, that's a little hint. That's just a little hint. Yeah. But it's uh, it's I've been drinking year. it, and I love the design because the Snowdown, it's a festival they do uh, around end of January, beginning of February, and they always had have a different theme. And this year, it's like wizards and magic and like fantasy. And like the can has a really um, almost what's his name with the nose? Looks like Gandalf. Grouch. Ma- uh, what's his name? What? I almost said Grouch Mafio. <laughs> <laughs> that's a <laughs> that's a mix of things. No, it's not Ralph Mafio. It's a I forget his name, but. Yeah, it has a dumb wizard on it with uh, the same drink. He has the drink, and there's like a unicorn, a fairy, dragon, and it, and it has this bootleg DIY energy to it. Yeah, because it's a. I always like their snowdown design. It's an so. aluminum can. Well, as most cans are, but it only has print like in the center. Like it's like a. Yeah. I mean, it's got some print on the side, some, like, description. In fact, let me read it for you guys real quick. The finest, most magical ale available for your consideration and romantic interludes brewed with apple, cucumber, and hibiscus. Yeah, it's very fruity. It's good. Cupid cuddles, lustful longings, heartfelt hankering. It's a Valentine's thing, kind of. Yeah. Which has nothing to do with our episode. But I couldn't really find anything. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's it's um it's a limited time beer for this time yeah it's year. limited time so yeah couldn't not get it uh, we we got another beer here I thought this was appropriate for tonight uh, from Grim Brothers Brewing uh, which ooh, I I don't know I I know we've had on the show um they did the Dude Abides they Russian, did yeah, Russian, yeah, white yeah. Russian style uh. This is uh, the Fearless Youth. It's a uh, uh, Dunkel Lager. I'm probably mispronouncing that. It's a type of German lager. And Doesn't sound bad. It's good. It's nothing. Uh, this whole the, this brewery, uh, their stuff is typically um, good, but nothing special. <laughs> nothing wrong with so that. So far, uh, but it's good. Um, I've also got a can of Rainier beer, the Jubilee edition, mm. which may or may not appear in a future episode, or maybe it already appeared. <laughs> if you're, if you'll you, if have you, to find yeah, out. If you've been listening, you would know, <laughs> or would you <laughs> probably, I don't know. I'm going to leave it there, but that's funny. You mentioned your beer is called the fearless you. Yeah. Because the young, young folk, and I think we finally got started. got a big, like, Yeti guy with an ass. We're in our mid-20s now, about, almost. And we're to the point where we're like, we're not young anymore. Like, technically, yeah. I mean, we're still we're, young. We're but... young, but we're starting to feel the elements of age. We don't, we're not invincible anymore. Like, when you're a teenager, you think you're invincible. You we have to take heartburn medication. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta take Dayquil in the morning sometimes. Yeah, we take well. we take a lot more ibuprofen. ibuprofen than we used I, to. I wear a back brace at work because my back has been yeah. off lately. It doesn't like hurt or anything, but it's just not bad. <laughs> but it's been off, and I don't like it. And I wear like these compressor gloves because of guitar playing and typing. Like, I'll probably end up getting carpal tunnel in the future yeah. trying to prevent it. But that's just <laughs> getting old. Okay, and it sucks. But you know what? Um, <laughs> when you're young, 
you're not scared of anything or you don't think you are but actually you are scared of a lot of things you just won't admit it and that's <laughs> that's uh perfect because tonight uh we're gonna be talking all about fear phobias and just things that creep you out yeah we've talked about spooky things before we've talked about like scp we've talked about vampires cryptids what what this isn't it, but this is what have you spooky stuff but we're this talking is... about fear that persists yeah since the dawn of humankind it doesn't matter what time of the year it is you're always gonna be scared of these things and you're always gonna be scared of something i don't care who you are you're gonna have a fear and when it comes down to it, we all have similar, like, primal fears. And I kind of want to get those out yeah. of the way because those are some of the basic ones. Um, so, like, the fear of the dark. Mm. Whether you're actually, like, scared of the dark or not but is a different question. But, like, everybody is going to have a natural uh, yeah, like, stress I, rise when I'm it's dark. I'm not scared of the dark, but sometimes when it's dark... It, I get a little. I can be a little on edge. That's your defense system. Where I am and yeah, it's your what's natural defense systems because the fear of the unknown yeah. is probably the greatest fear to plague mankind. Because what you don't know can bite you in the ass. I do have like an actual fear. But I do too. It's related to that t idea of the unknown. I I think I know what yours is, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, fear. I mean, in many ways, fear protects us. It really yeah. does. Because I'm not scared of snakes, per se. Like, I'll let a snake crawl on me at the zoo. Like, if the guy comes to school with a python or whatever, yeah, I'll pet it and stuff. But if I was just walking on a hike and I heard a cobra and saw it in the bushes... Fight or flight would probably it would initiate and I would either yeah run or try to fight it. Most likely I'd run. And you know, you know, <laughs> um, I'm not afraid of tweakers. But but I've never been stabbed by one. You never been stabbed by so, one. So <laughs> I like that we go from cobras to tweakers, and they both jitter a lot. They both. <laughs> <laughs> but but. You may not be in like you may not They're be both fine until you get too close to them. Here's another example. <laughs> you may not be scared of bears. You might think bears are cool. Right. But then if you're hiking and then there's a bear five feet from you, you're probably going to be pretty fucking scared. Bears are also the number one threat to America. Yeah. As we all know. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> it's a joke. Um, but <laughs> but it's like you're afraid of the bear because. It has the potential to rip your face off and kill you. Um, thus, why they're the number one threat to America. <laughs> um. but, but yeah, in many ways, fear helps you in life. But also, you shouldn't let fear run your life because that, yeah. that would be sad and extremely um, toxic on your part. <laughs> um, but no, fear is important. And it's built into our genetic code. Yeah. Like, there's no... And like... This, there's these primal like lizard brain fears we have and that's like when the fight or flight comes yeah in. and there's a difference between being afraid of something you know your, your typical stuff and phobias yeah that's the distinction so like yeah like when people I'm, say like oh i don't really have any fears what they mean is they i don't have any phobias but more than likely not that they are immune to fear more than likely they probably do 
Yeah. Either they won't admit it or they don't know what it is yet. But once they encounter it, yeah. you know, then it will activate. But like sometimes it takes some uh <laughs> some searching in yourself. But no, because yeah, sometimes like, phobias are minor, but you know, you can recognize that like, they are there. In our primal brains, yeah, I'm not scared of snakes. I don't have a phobia of snakes. But if I came across one while hiking, yeah. like a cobra, I would be scared. When I was a kid, for my life, I was very <laughs> I was scared of bees. Yeah, because I didn't want to get stung, and my mom was allergic. Um, but with if I was like if there a bee landed on the window, and I was on the other side of the window, if you know, I'd be I would get up close and be looking at it. But like, if I you wasn't had a afraid phobia, of them, if you had yeah, a phobia of bees, that would still freak me out. But yeah, it, you you're know, gonna be around it. I was afraid of them because I was like, you know, you connect it in your head. B equals pain. You don't want to get stung by them, so stay away from them. I'm less afraid of bees now because they they mostly leave you alone. Um, wasps, on the other hand, I don't like wasps. <laughs> no, I'm, but I wouldn't say I have a phobia of wasps. No, I don't have a phobia of them. But I don't, don't like, like being them. around them. Yeah. Uh, but and I've always been scared of them. But just the thought of a wasp doesn't freak me out. And I've been around enough now where I'm kind of used to it, especially yellow. Oh, yeah. I guess yellow jackets more than wasp, technically. Oh, yeah. Uh, the yellow jackets old, old are actually... house that uh, we both lived in uh, used to get... Well, there's uh, just a lot of yellow jackets in this area. They used to get yellow jacket nests oh, in, yeah. in the back porch. And I had... I, there's there's probably probably twice a year I had to go in the back porch and get rid of a, a <laughs> some yellow jackets that were starting to build a nest. Because if you get it before the nest gets like the size of a baseball, it's pretty easy to get rid of. You just have to spot them when they're still making them. Right, yeah. You know, you just get some of that wasp repellent, spray it down, try to kill the wasp, and then hose it off real good. And then also you have kind of like what I would like. I mean, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a. I'm not trained in this. Neither of us are. <laughs> but you have the fears that are kind of like artificial, I like to, I like to say. Yeah. And that's like. Scary movies, video games, uh, books even, where it's only scary because it's supposed to it's be scary. playing off of what It's playing off scared. of that, and yeah. most normal people are probably going to be scared of, like, The Shining. But that's a different kind of scared than, like, Five Nights at Freddy's or something with a lot of jump scares. Like, jump scares aren't actually inherently scary to me. They just startle you. Yeah, uh, it's uh, I don't like jump scares, but it's it's when I'm like playing a video game and I know there's going to be a jump scare, that's when I don't like it. Um, Do you not like it because you're scared it's gonna happen, or because yeah, there's a suspense. You know it's gonna see, happen. That's why I don't like Five Nights at Freddy's. See, I'm not scared like, of the idea of jump scares. <laughs> it only scares me when it happens, right? Yeah. But then you it's have like when it actually happens, it's quick, it's over. Then you have the, you the kind of fear, and this kind of lean. This kind of leans more into like the fear of the unknown, the fear like, mm-hmm. like The Shining. Isn't a jump scare movie? No, no, no. I mean no, it has no. some stuff, like flashy scenes, but it's the kind of movie where you watch it, you think about it, makes you uneasy. You try to understand, it makes you uneasy, and you think about it afterwards, and um, it, you're trying to figure out what happened, what not. And it's just a very uneasy movie. And honestly, I think that's the that's, better kind of... That's the more real type of fear. That's is, a deeper-seated fear. What, something that makes you uneasy. 
Because, I mean, my coworker could startle me and technically scare me, right? Oh, but I'm not scared of yeah, my coworker. My coworker the other day popped a balloon behind <laughs> me when I was mopping. Scared the crap out of me. And technically, that is a fear response. But yeah. it's not the kind of fear... <laughs> Like watching movies like The Shining or like Clockwork, another Stanley Kubrick, Clockwork Orange, mm. or like uh, one we've talked about on the show, The Lighthouse, for instance. Yeah, it's the type of thing where you think about it and it just makes you feel uneasy. It's uncomfortable. It's weird. You don't like it, but you can't There's stop movies watching. Movies that don't it. even attempt to like they're not trying to be scary, but they still make you uneasy. Apocalypse Now has some scenes in it that make me kind of uneasy. No, that, that's a great it's, uh, it's example. Not, it's not honestly. a horror film. Because it's not a horror film, but it is suspenseful. Yeah. It's a th- kind of a thriller. Well, Willy Wonka has that scene in the, <laughs> the tunnel with Gene Wilder. That's a freaky scene. I know this could be a side topic, <laughs> but what's something that wasn't supposed to be scary? In fact, maybe the opposite of that, that ended up scaring you. Like a scene, a cartoon scene, hmm. something in a movie video game something that happened in a like non-horror video game because there's been examples of that uh i mean the most recent example of like this is a video game example of a non-horror video game but i got a real sense of uneasiness in red dead redemption 2 there are certain areas on the map where when you're wandering at night it's very freaky and you don't feel alone yeah, and I'm not talking about the night people in the swamps. The no, swamps I'm not talking about actually that. not one of the freaky You're areas talk- of the map. You must be talking about... Um, like tall trees. Tall trees, and but also... Um, the Appalachian Park. Appala- yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah. there's another. It's like the the only place in the map where there's like something other than wild animals out there to get you is the, the, night, hollow. the night folk in the swamp. Uh, but the swamp, I don't find that freaky in Red Dead. Like, it's freaky because they try to make it freaky... But, like, the tall trees and uh, the Appalachian area, I don't remember what it's called. Uh, and like, in tall trees. and It's just, like, you're in there at night. It's the and there's idea, a, like... Th- every once in a while, there's a certain area you'll be wandering around, and it's pitch black. Oh, yeah. You can and only, that... You have your lantern out, and you can only see the trees that are right around you. And, and see... It's kind of freaky. That fear of darkness, there's plenty of times I'm completely fine in the dark. Yeah. Get up and go pee or whatever, and I'm fine. But... If I'm in the wrong state of mind, or I did watch something scary before that, yeah, uh, the dark can really freak me out because I'm imagining all these things that can oh, happen. When, it's, it's the fear of the when unknown. We did our episode uh, the first of October on cryptids. Oh yeah, <laughs> and a few, a couple of nights Check it out. before that, I stayed up very late researching cryptids, and then. Uh, you know, there's a couple times where I'm, I'm turning up the lights and I'm like, this, I feel uneasy. <laughs> uh, just because yeah. I just, I've been uh, um, saturating my mind in that and it's, it's back there. There's a series on YouTube I've watched recently. It's, well, there's this classification called analog horror. Yeah. And basically the best description I can give of that is just like, imagine an old, like, tube tv and like static and then there's like a weird picture or like weird distorted music or like yeah. i don't know it's it's analog horror i mean i don't really have the best way to describe it is just like 
old technology meets uncanny valley meets uh <laughs> just weird and and it's it's strange and i don't well, there's like definitely it. uh but uh, there's a series called a uh, channel is it channel 58 channel 158 it's a youtube series um we'll link it i'll link it i'll find yeah. out what it's called but um it seems like regular newscasts, but it's like at three in the morning and then all of a sudden weird shit starts happening. And a lot of times it starts out subtle mm-hmm. and it just starts getting weirder and weirder. The music gets distorted and out of tune and weird and well, staticky. There's this, and uh, there's this one video they have. It's an emergency broadcast message and it's, it's fake. Yeah. Um, but they do a good job of making it look real. Um, but it's this emergency broadcast message where the government is basically telling the United States citizens that United States has fallen to foreign invaders and like, here's what you must do. And basically they end up telling everyone to kill themselves. And if they don't, they'll just be killed. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. And it says, you know, take care of your children before you get yourself. And it's yeah. really fucked up. And there's also this series and we mentioned Five Nights at Freddy's earlier. And I know the fandom. <laughs> the fandom is uh, kind of trash. It's trash. <laughs> um, and the new game is kind of trash. But I love I heard it. heard that, yeah. Very Bucky. <laughs> Especially the PC version. <laughs> but even the PS5 version is pretty trashy. I, like, yeah. I stopped playing it. Because it got so frustrating. I wasn't scared anymore. But the game would keep glitching, bugging out. Our things wouldn't work, like, wouldn't it trigger when they needed to, to get to the next level. Yeah. And I just was done. But there's this series, this uh, YouTube creator named Squibus McGrimpus, I believe. <laughs> yeah, funny name, but it's not funny videos. He makes these Five Nights at Freddy's, like, training videos. And it kind of details the lore. Oh. Um, it's these weird, like, 80s and 90s videos type videos and it's definitely analog horror and like this employee, guy employee training videos yeah, employee tra- yeah. and one like the first one tells you how to like disable and like take apart a animatronic and then it gets to the last part where it's like press the button to open the chest and then opens chest and it's blurred out but it's obviously some kind of gore going yeah. on in there because yeah. the whole lore of that series is children and people being stuffed into the animatronic suits and just like dying because they're being shoved into rebar and just a, a t- all the animatronic parts. Yeah. And it doesn't show the whole thing. But that's what makes it scarier because then it just leaves it to your brain's imagination. Well, there, there's this, uh, I mean, uh, I think a big thing with fear and horror that is very effective is when you take something that is normal and you make it slightly the uncanny only, valley only slightly not normal uncanny valley yeah like there's this picture it's there's been around forever off about it but like a teddy bear but with yeah. human teeth and i i, I <laughs> think it has to do with like the way human brains work oh um, yeah like we we we're, we get used to these certain things where our brains are hardwired uh in certain ways and when something's not quite right but is very close it's to the point where our brains go, they want to, I think, this is why, like, Uncanny Valley with, like, people in, like, video games, movies, I think happens. Uh, my theory, you hear some people say, like, 
what predator was out there that makes us that <laughs> human. That, I think that's stupid. I think it comes down to human brains are so hardwired to recognize human faces. So, like, to the point of it's why we see faces. Well, honestly, objects. a good example. Oh, yeah, like it's, that. Yeah. Yeah. You see faces in objects uh, <laughs> and you go, oh, that looks like a smiley face. A good example um, of something that's not supposed to be scary, but does definitely dips into the uncanny valley is any of the robert zemeckis like 3d films the oh yeah image movers yeah polar express especially yeah. and also uh beowulf but yeah. and then the mars one or whatever but like <laughs> polar express it's a children's christmas movie and some people would say it's classic some people say it's overrated yada 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 the book's a classic at least book's a classic yeah. yeah it's creepy i don't like tom hanks I don't. I have. I've had yeah. enough of weird CGI Tom Hanks, yeah. by playing every other but, role. But <laughs> yeah, my my theory though is that human we're so hardwired to recognize faces. It's why we see faces in objects. It's why we think doppelgangers are a thing. Doppelgangers really aren't a thing. Well, that brings something like, else up. Like doppelgangers aren't really a thing, but we're so hardwired to look at a face and look at it as a whole and see it as a face that when we see someone who has similar features to someone we know, we see it as that face. Um, and, and we, we think it's a doppelganger. Um, and I think the uncanny Valley comes into play because we're so like instinctually wired to recognize faces that when something is not quite right as a face, a movie that does, but it's super close our brain, be- we become uncomfortable with it. A movie that does the doppelganger thing really good, and I haven't actually seen all of it, but Us, Gordon Peele's Us. Oh, yeah. It's about doppelgangers, yeah. pretty much. And then there's another thing on YouTube I discovered. I forget what it's called, but it's basically about this species. It doesn't really go into detail like what it is, an alien, a cryptid, or like subhuman, or like a different species of human. But like these doppelgangers that like replace you and like they can Im- Im- imitate voices and stuff. I think it's called like, um, something County, like, uh, um, I think, you know what I'm talking about? Lovecraft County, not Lovecraft country country. Oh, right. Uh, it, it, uh, yeah, I don't, but it, I, it's yeah. Game theory, like even covered it. Uh, what's his name? Matt Pat. Like yeah. it's on YouTube. You'll find as soon as you go down the analog horror rabbit hole, you'll yeah, find you'll it. Yeah, you'll come across and it. It's no, no, like another thing. That's but it definitely of- dips into the Uncanny Valley. And there's this other video I found on YouTube, and it's fairly known by now, especially people like in the weird YouTube scene or whatever, like on Reddit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it's this video, and it's real. Like that's the thing. It is real. Someone mm-hmm. made this, oh, and yeah. it plays into one of my biggest fears. Which might be a phobia, um, maybe. Uh, but it's basically this mannequin-looking android lady singing like, "I'm so happy, I'm so." Or no, like, you've had to have seen it. Yeah, um, I mean, and that's it's like that's this robotic thing. voice. That's the thing with the Uncanny Valley is people associate that term Uncanny Valley with like characters, like people in like animation and stuff. But I think it all also applies to other stuff where it's. Uncanny Valley just covers the whole general idea of something that is just a little bit off. Yeah. And it's so close to being normal, but it's 
off enough where it just makes us uncomfortable. Like, what's that movie that, um, it's a horror movie, I forget what it's, what it's called, uh, does the Tiny Tim? <laughs> I type in Uncanny Valley, and it gives me a bunch of, like, AI-generated faces, which oh. definitely fits into that category. Yeah. But then another picture it gives me is from Polar Express. Oh yeah, it's because it's the same type of thing. Because it's like the it's like the gold standard. It's like on the surface, that's a good like yeah, from a distant like at a quick glance. That's a good I'm CGI. Like, and then you look at it more animated human face, and it becomes weirder. But the and weirder. more you look at it, yeah, and that's, that's yeah. the thing with Uncanny Valley is at first glance it's fine, but the more you look at it, more you pay attention to it, the weirder it gets. That's why, like, again, going back to that cryptids episode, I think one of the freakiest cryptids that we talked about is the not deer. <laughs> yeah, and I it's remember because that one. It's, I ran into deer earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> and it's because I think that's so that freaks me out so much, the idea of the not deer, because it's kind of in the uncanny valley. It's kind of that it's so close to just being a normal deer. But the idea between with a not deer is the more you look at it, the more you notice stuff that's off about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's freaky. Uh, but uh, Insidious—that's the movie that does the tiny, tiny Tim. Is that Insidious? Yeah, they play Tiny yeah. Tim. In tiny Tim playing Tiny Tim, this happy, you know, tiptoe, tiptoe to through tulips. Although it's strange, song. in a weird, it is, yeah, in a weird, like, staticky, like distorted. Yeah, on like a gramophone yeah, or like whatever. And it's they use it to create like horror suspense. No, I mean it's which so great. And that's yeah. kind of like the uncanny valley of audio. Like cuz it's so yeah. easy to take something completely normal like a just a perfectly maybe Tiny Tim's not the best example. How but many you times could, have you, you <laughs> shown me like a meme video of uh <laughs> smells like teen spirit in a different like in like minor instead of major? Oh yeah, and I know that they're hits like a similar they're jokes, but it hits a similar part of your but brain. But it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it is uncomfortable. Yeah. No, I mean, Uncanny Valley is pretty easy to achieve. Like, I mean, you could do it with audio, you could do it with visuals. I think I don't think it just applies to human faces. Yeah. I, uh, it's just like when something normal is slightly off, and you can't quite put your finger on it, and it just bothers you. But you know, Uncanny Valley is it's a good example of. Kind of instinctual fears, but what about yeah, that's phobias? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, well, like, that's because that's a whole different thing. It's like things you are that are not an instinctual. Yeah, that's instinctual. Fear. They might be phobias can be related to instinctual fears. Maybe well, they stem from instinctual. I'll fears, tell you, but phobias are typically I have a, fears that are unique to individuals. I have a weirder phobia that you probably know about. I if it's the one I'm thinking of, then yes. Yeah. But it's one I, I have one. It's the one that we all, uh, that me and all, all of our friends yeah. keep saying. We're Only my prank. good friends. We, we keep saying we're going to prank you about it, but we've never gotten around to it. And for some reason, our Danny DeVito cutout doesn't count in that category. Because he is so jolly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and while he is a flat cutout, he doesn't hit the uncanny valley for me because it's still a picture. It's just a picture of him, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, one of my legi- legitimately what I think might be a phobia of mine, which stemmed from when I was like three or four years old, cockroaches. Oh. And most people don't like cockroaches and probably do get scared of them. It's not an uncommon thing to not like cockroaches. But I legit, 
I'll tell you. Like I wouldn't say I'm scared of cockroaches, I but if I saw one scurry across my floor, you forget. I'd be yeah. like, "Fuck this <laughs> shit! I'm calling an exterminator right yeah. now." Yeah, um, me. Just thinking about it and just that image of it crawling across the floor gives me the oh, itch. Yeah. It gives me the itch. Like, it, <laughs> it, it, it makes me tingly. Like, honestly, like, if I'm watching a movie or a video and, like, there's cockroaches in it or crawling mm. on something, like Indiana Jones. Oh. While those weren't cockroaches. The spiders like, on the guy's back. Yeah, and, like, the big wood stick bug on her oh, and yeah. Doom. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Like, I can feel it. I'm like, <laughs> you know. Um, he probably didn't like Men in Black very much. No. Do you no. know that was Vincent D'Onofrio? It was. The alien? Did not look like I didn't even I didn't crazy. realize that was him. He's such a yeah. wide range actor. Anyway. I'll give him character <laughs> um, actor status. Yeah, yeah. Character yeah. actor Vincent, Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. I'm uh, glad he's back as Kingpin. Oh, yeah. But no, uh, cockroaches. Anyway, yeah. I've had bad experiences with them, and I've, I can name multiple. But my first experience wasn't actually with real cockroaches, but it was at the Bugs Life 4D experience in Disneyland. Oh, I've, I know it. I've, been, I've seen it. I was like three or four. Yeah. My parents thought it was a great idea for me to be at it. You know? I think it's a fun. Um, I hated it. Fun show. I've I never been Bugs to Life. it since. They, Bugs Life. It's no longer there. Oh, it's not. Avengers Campus is there. Mm. The entire Bugs Life area in California Adventure is gone, and that's the Avengers Campus now. Honestly, I heard the Avengers Campus is pretty lame. I've heard. I've heard it too. I'd still go, but I would still go. Yeah. The Galaxy's Edge was pretty cool though. I I, I went there. Yeah, but um, that's still like a sh- Star Wars shopping experience, from what I've heard. It is. But it's cool <laughs> because there's like a life-size Millennium Falcon. There you go. When, uh, side tangent, real quick, just for a moment. When, Colton can't help as himself. a big Star Wars nerd, it was I went to Disneyland with my girlfriend a couple years back, uh, before COVID, right before COVID. Actually, we got lucky and <laughs> yeah, like 2019. Yeah, um, and uh, I was excited to go to Star Wars, but we did all the other Disneyland stuff first for a bit, and we. We're walking towards the Star Wars land. You have to walk along this like wooded path. And we're walking towards the Star Wars area. And we turn the corner. And there's a full-sized X-Wing. <laughs> and and uh, A-Wing fighter. That's pretty awesome. And I, I just remember... Because, yeah, I mean, there's only... Now there's two rides there. But when I was there, there was only one ride. The Millennium Falcon like VR Yeah, thing? yeah and it was pretty cool. But I wasn't with a group of people to go on it. So it's much better when oh, you yeah. have a group of people that are friends. Otherwise, they put you in the single ride. And they just put you in a group that only has three people. Um, it's okay. still fun, though. Um, but, like, the cool part is just as a Star Wars nerd, they really went all out in trying to make it feel like you're in a Star Wars planet. That's cool. And... Uh, I just remember we walked around the corner, and my girlfriend can probably say this, that uh, I stopped and ran towards the X-Wing. Oh, yeah. And was like, yes! When I go there, I know the lightsaber thing's cool, but I think I might do the build a droid. Like, build like a BB-8. I didn't do either, but I didn't do either because they're expensive. Oh, I thought you had the Obi-Wan one. I bought an Obi-Wan lightsaber. No, I mean, uh, I didn't. I'm talking do, about like the I build. Didn't, I didn't do the build a lightsaber though. Yeah. No, I like to build one of the droids. I think that'd be. I've heard more they're fun. both really. I, well, I've heard the build a lightsaber is like a really cool experience, but the droid. But you could just buy a better the one. Droid seems like a cool thing to take home. I could buy it's, a better lightsaber for Ultra Saber. Yeah, exactly. Or like, you know what, you know, or just but buy any, one of the replica ones. Anyway, um, but I have the Darth Vader. Uh, Black Series one. It's I actually like the Black perfectly Series. Perfectly fine, honestly. Yeah. I mean, you um, can't battle with it. There was a kid on campus today, uh, yesterday walking around with a Boba Fett helmet on. 
That's the, amazing. The Black Series Boba Fett helmet. I was like, high five, man. <laughs> like, it's kind of weird. I did not see that. Because he was walking around all day with it. It is a mask. Yeah, exactly. I was like, it's a so little it weird count. to be going to class in a Boba Fett helmet, but I respect it, man. I do respect it. <laughs> anyway. But anyways, um, so I, okay. This is my first time, maybe, I think, at Disneyland. I don't know. We've been there a lot when I was little and then more after that. But, um. I just remember getting in the seat and said hi to the ant guy, whatever his name is. And uh, the 4D experience where, like, the seats, like, you feel the vibrations. It sprays stuff on you. Again, I thought it was pretty cool. I've seen it a few times. I hated it. Because I grew up in Southern California. I went there every once in a while. Well, I hated it. And um, no matter how many times I would have have gone, but I only went once in my life. (laughs) And I just rem- and I was scared. Well, what's funny? I, I really like the cricket or what's his name, the cricket, the grasshopper guy. Uh the um Kevin Spacey. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is it Kevin Spacey that plays the cricket? That wouldn't be. <laughs> that would be very old. That would be very aged if it was Kevin Spacey because he's not in things anymore, and I don't want to get I mean, into it. Came it. out in '98. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Hopper. of course. He was <laughs> Hopper, yeah. And, yeah. um, well, <laughs> I went to it, and I – it was okay, but then as soon as I felt the bugs crawling on me and stuff, freaked out. <laughs> Threw a tantrum, cried. And, I mean, I remember this. And this was, like, when I was three or four. <laughs> and I remember the ant guy, what's his name – Anthony Flick. Flick, yeah, yeah, um, Anthony. <laughs> that's Ant Man. Man. Yeah, <laughs> but Flick, oh, that's a better name though. Ant- I went out Anthony. crying and I was traumatized. Flick hugged me and everything, and we left. But I just remember that kind of started it, and then yeah. living in Oklahoma, where it would oh, get you get really, lots of bugs. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys get it gets humid funny, out there. I've had at least cl- more humid I've on had the West Coast. Close encounters with centipedes. I've had close encounters with garter snakes. That never made a last impression with me for some reason. But we had cockroaches bigger than your thumb that could fly. Oh, have you? Oh, that sounds like the terrifying. kind they get in Florida. Yeah. And and I remember... I didn't have those types of cockroaches. All of my all. critical roach encounters, okay? And my dad was too scared to put out uh, roach poison because we had a dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was scared yeah. he would eat it and stuff or, you know. Um, understandable. Which honestly. is understandable, yeah. yeah. But we always had to just deal with them when we saw them. And they terrified me. And I just remember all these times. Like, one time, I was in my bed just chilling out playing on my PSP, my PlayStation Portable. Mm, you had one of those. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then... Do you still have it? No. Uh, I bet you wish you still had it, though. Yeah, but there's an emulator. <laughs> but you can use those and hack them for emulation. That is and true. very good emulators. I heard they yeah, are, they're actually. Like, they're, like, very good emulators nowadays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's um, weird. <laughs> but sitting by the wall, and all of a sudden, I look to my left, giant fucking cockroach. Oh. And then I fucking dip out of my bed. And then there was another moment um, where I was just sitting on the couch watching. It was like some kind of scary movie. I can't remember which one it was. But just sitting on the couch. And then all of a sudden, flies right on my shoulder. Freak out. I slap it off. 
<laughs> and I've had so many encounters, and you would think I would be used to it, but no, every no. encounter made it worse. See, when okay? I was when I was growing up, my experience and like, with cockroaches. And what's funny though, the little ones, like the little tiny ones. Yeah. They don't bother me. It's the big, it's juicy It's the big, ones. juicy, fat ones that can fly. Oh, the, that little would, one, the little ones still creep me out. If I had flying cockroaches at my home when I was growing up, I probably would have been freaked out. By they were the too. type that would actually like um, fight back. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> my experience with cockroaches was always like, I didn't like them, obviously. They're dirty. They're gross. Yeah. Um, but it was the type of thing like one time I was in a Mexican restaurant with my mom down in uh, L.A., and we were sitting eating a plate of nachos, and a cockroach went across the table, <laughs> and we just stopped, and we're like, we're leaving. Yeah, I would. Um, um, no, my, I, I don't have a phobia of bugs, but, but, wait, but wait. there is one bug but that does kind of freak me out. But wait, wait, wait. Um, so yeah, just the th- just me talking about them right now has me uneasy, but like if they're in a movie, it legitimately gives me the heebie-jeebies. I feel them crawling on me, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, I yeah. legitimately am scared of them, even though I'm a hundred times bigger or whatever. I kill them with my boot or whatever, and I have killed a lot of them. Okay, <laughs> uh, I had to. They're man not up. as invincible as I did have. Myths the, would make you think. Well, they it's funny. Are. A nuclear bomb won't kill them, but a boot will. <laughs> good old boot. Yeah, good old boot. Yeah. But, <laughs> but they legitimately. I mean, I'm. I legitimately get scared of them, but it's only the bigger ones. If it's like the little, yeah, those are gross. I don't like them, but I'll take care of it. Or, you know, I won't, I have, I won't jump up. I don't have like a phobia of any type of bug. But one time. there is one type of bug that I'm freaked out by. Okay. And it's because, again, because of where I grew up and the type of stuff I encountered. I grew up in Southern California, kind of in a deserty area uh, east of Los Angeles. Scorpions. No, no, not scorpions. Uh, we didn't have a lot of those. We had those in Oklahoma. They're, they're around. Yeah, but we didn't have a lot of them. I didn't encounter them very often. Yeah, I remember I encountered seeing tarantulas. Them camping in Oklahoma, tarantulas. I saw a lot of. See what's funny? Um, um spiders uh, don't scare me like at all. Yeah, well, uh, so tarantulas maybe, but like tarantulas, I saw a lot I've of. Had, I've had encounters with big ass black widows in my backyard. Yeah, see, and most, I was like, "Oh, that's actually cool most looking. spiders don't bother me, but black widows do." Well, because they could actually kill you. But it's not just that. I mean, I grew up in a place where, uh, when I was in kindergarten, I lived. I in, always thought they were cool looking. I moved to a different house. I do now. <laughs> Again, right. I'm, it's one of those things I kind of grew out of a little bit. It's not a good movie though. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> but uh, I grew up in a the house I was that I lived in when I was like in kindergarten and preschool. We could go outside. You could go outside. Anything on the patio, out in the back, lifted up, Black Widow. That makes sense. They were everywhere. Yeah. There was a bush. <laughs> like It was like a fake bush that my parents had in our backyard in the house I lived in. Uh, a like, fake bush? Yeah. or No, it was a real bush, but it was like in a pot. It was like in a <laughs> pot, and it was just- That doesn't mean it's fake. It was, it was a potted bush. It was one of the- it was one of these bushes that was real, but it looks fake because of it's, it's like so shaped and stuff. I never liked it. Was it really shiny? It was a little like shiny. Plastically, yeah, it was kind of plasticky yeah. looking. But it was. I know re- what you're talking about. It was real. Okay. Um, and I called it. Me and my sister called it the Black Widow bush <laughs> because I guarantee any time of day, any time of year, you could go out there. 
with like a pencil and lift up some of the the leaves and look into it, and there would be a black widow in there. Oh yeah, guaranteed. I still am in the habit of if I go outside, like uh, a couple summers ago, I house sitted for a guy up uh, by the lake um, north of town. And uh, I used, he had firewood up there. And I'm still in the habit, like when I go out to get firewood, I check for black widows. Even oh, though in this, yeah. Even though in this part of the country, they're very rare. Very rare. I've seen one. Honestly. I've seen one while living here. That's one of the reasons I love living here. There's not I, a lot of crazy I haven't bugs. seen one cockroach. Yeah. I mean, I saw one I black if widow. If you're super dirty, you'll get the little ones. Yeah, I've seen you know, one but... black widow in this town, and I'd kill it. Nice. It was Got at, rid I, of the one. I was at work. I was at the cashier. Or if the you kill a spider, its whole family knows or whatever. Yeah. Well, black widows are widows, so. True. They don't have. <laughs> um, uh, I was. I was cashier. Well, you know why they're widows, right? Because they eat their. Because they eat their husband after mating with them. Yeah. But I. I was at. I was cashiering, and a little. I looked down, and a black widow scurried across the floor, and I. It's probably the quickest I've ever had any reflex. <laughs> I stomped on it. There you go. <laughs> uh, but I. I always hated black widows. I still hate them. But my sister, my older sister, has a legitimate phobia of spiders. She's an arachnophobia. Spiders. Arachnophobia. Yeah, arachnophobia. Like legitimate like we talked about we have phobias Can she not like watch spider-man stuff or is that okay spider-man's okay but she doesn't like the scene where he gets bitten oh. like, like you 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 like creepy crawlers make you on edge but no, but hey, like, wait 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 it's a particular one but it's like the cockroach. cockroaches make you on edge yeah spiders are fine i my, my older sister she can't do spiders wow at all well she well, actually does have a traumatizing experience she woke up in the house that I'd mentioned when I was like in kindergarten where you go outside and lift yeah. up something there would be a black widow. She woke up on, with a black widow on her pillow. No. It, when she was like in first grade. Arachnophobia is <laughs> um, one of the big ones. Yeah. But um, funny she that... She is legitimately scared of spiders. Funny that we talk about it. So the fear of cockroaches is, is the is um, cataridophobia. And this is just on BBC.com. Great, uh, great news. Good old BBC. BBC. Yeah, can't go wrong. It is actually one of the honestly, it is news sources I go to. Well, yeah, I listen yeah. to NPR and, and, and they they and do BBC. their BBC news yeah. segments. Um, <laughs> so many people suffer from catsuridophobia or cockroach phobia. Um, the number, uh, the number that uh, fears that has this phobia reaches well into the thin tens of millions. So, like, I'm not uncommon for fearing cockroaches. No, no, that's not an uncommon fear. Uh, and they're potentially the number one insect feared by humans. So, I'm not some kind of weirdo or wimp. A lot that's, of people are scared That's kind of, of surprising. I would expect something like spiders to be number one, but no. Well, spiders are probably, like, right up there, too. But uh, spiders don't affect me at all. Just seriously. like Most spiders don't affect me. It's just... The only reason I get scared of them... It's just black widows and spiders that resemble black widows. See, it's not even that. The only reason I get scared of them is if they could actually be uh, venomous. Or poisonous. Venomous, yeah. Yeah, venomous, Pen yeah. Poisonous if you eat it and it kills you. Yeah, that's... Venomous if you eat if, it, if it, yeah. If it eats like you... Like poison dart frogs. If it bites you and it kills you. And then it kills you, yeah. yeah. Poison yeah, dart frogs, though... That's the only reason I get can, scared like, of them. You can, like, touch them and they'll kill you. But, like, I don't look at a brown recluse and then I'm not inherently scared just looking yeah, at I'm it. Yeah, I'm not scared of brown recluse. I'm scared of black widows. Specifically. Specifically. And yeah. actually, black widows are not as dangerous they as actually most people aren't. think they are. They still could 
kill you, but you would have to be either a kid or like really elderly. Yeah, uh, my boss got bitten by a black widow. But didn't, if, he soon, didn't even it, go to the hospital. <laughs> he was fine. He should have gone to the hospital. I would go to the hospital. But it, really, as long as you go to the urgent care or hospital, you'd yeah, be fine. You'd be perfectly fine. It's gonna actually hurt. brown recluse is like worse. They're they're, they're more that, dangerous. Like, deteriorates your skin. It gives you like um yeah um, necro. We um, don't even. They're not even very common around here either. No, they're not common. This here. is um you know in this part well, of the country, we're high altitude. It's dry. Bugs. This part of the don't. country, um, it's we have more, scorpions and tarantulas. You know the 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 most. It's more uh, more people are harmed by in this part of the country by misidentifying vague part of the country yeah by misidentifying brown recluse spiders and getting the wrong antivenom yeah because if you get the because the antivenom essentially the same thing as the venom yeah yeah i mean i don't know how antivenom works uh (laughs) well it's basically it's kind of it reminds me of like getting like a vaccine like for covid or something because the covid vaccine is covid it's just a high dose and like regulated version of it, and you know what? There's whatever. some, there's some like other stuff. There's other stuff in involved, it's, it's not... but it is still COVID. Yeah, that they give you, and um, yeah, if you got that's an at least how traditional vaccines work. I've heard the yeah. COVID vaccine actually works differently. It might work differently. Uh, I that's don't know. how traditional vaccines work. We're though. not experts on it. Yeah, don't I, listen. Don't don't listen to it. Don't don't look at. We're okay. not like Joe Rogan. Don't oh, listen to anything did you we hear say. About that? Yeah, did you know Neil Young today? Neil Young wants to take his songs off of Spotify because of Joe Rogan's misinformation. He said to Spotify, it's me or Joe Rogan. Yeah, and it's going to be Joe <laughs> Rogan. I hate to tell you. Yeah. I love Neil Young. I, good for you, Neil Spotify Young. Spotify, um, <laughs> hey, we're on Spotify. Yeah. But they care about clicks. Yeah. All social media yeah, so and streaming what, what, companies what, want clicks. That was my thought of Neil Young's not going to win that, but good for you, Neil Young, for trying. Good for him. I respect But it. please keep Neil your Young. songs on Spotify. I've been listening to Zuma yeah. lately. Have yeah. you heard that album? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I love man. all of Neil Young's stuff. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Neil Young tangent. But, but, yeah, cockroaches get me. But I might not necessarily have a phobia because everything I hear from a phobia is that even talking about it. Well, you can have like a, you. you can have like a minor minor, phobia. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess minor. And that's why, like, I I have a phobia, but I it, actually have to see one. Yeah, I have know. a phobia, but it's a minor one. It's not like a paralyzing phobia. You really but, have like literally, you have one. Like, yeah, you know for sure. Yeah, I have a phobia. I've like what is it? Thalassophobia. Thalassophobia. Now Th- what? Thalassi- what's that? It's a fear of deep open water. And that's so strange, considering <laughs> you're from California, yeah, USA, and, and I've and I and I and I've been surfing and all that sort of stuff. And you've been in the ocean. I've seen you in the ocean. The ocean doesn't scare me. Deep open water scares me. There's so a difference. Like, if you were on a boat yeah. in the middle of the yeah, Pacific there's a ocean. difference. Of, okay, okay. There's so a like difference. By the beach is fine. Yeah, there's a difference of the shore is right there. I'm thirty feet out. But like if you're on the boat in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, yeah, by Hawaii, or if I or know wherever. this, or if I know this lake I'm in, lake that's is okay. 500 feet deep. You know that, and there and there are lakes like that. Yeah, that freaks me out. Deep. Oh, that freaks you. Deep out. water. But like, let's say, and it's you not went be- on a cruise, but then you guys were stranded in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, that would fucking. I would be like on <laughs> edge, like well, like I've been on a. I I went from when I was in Europe. I went from a ferry from um, Italy to Barcelona. Went across yeah, the Mediterranean. 
Um, I spent most of the time inside. Hmm. I do not. I don't have any interest in ever going on a cruise. No, I definitely get that fear, um, but it's never gotten to me. I've never been like dead in the middle of the ocean on a ship before. Yeah, it's the closest I've been. Well, I did get seasick. We went. We went on a humpback whale tour up in the San Francisco Bay. We went a few miles out into the ocean, yeah. and out enough where you couldn't see the shore. Yeah, but see, I wasn't actually scared. When it, when it comes to the ocean, that's when it especially gets me is when I can't see the shore. See, I wasn't scared um, of that. I just got seasick. Like at the <laughs> at the most, even when I can see the shore, if I'm if I'm out, basically if I'm in water that's deep enough where you can't free dive, you don't know. Then it's the fear it, of the unknown. It, it's, that's that's what it stems from. Yeah, if basically that that's kind of where. It, if if I'm in open ocean, if I'm in a body of water where you can't free dive to the surface, that's why like I'm okay with surfing and stuff like that because you don't really go that far out. No, yeah, not uh, typically. Um, yeah, at least I never did. <laughs> Only like the real crazy like pro yeah. guys do. Well, you go Big too wave. far out. There's no waves anymore. No, that is true. Uh, you you know, go to the point where there's you know, no waves. So um, really, yeah. And uh, I'm the type of person like where. You know, even if, uh, like, when I was on a boat one time out off the coast of California with some friends, and uh, they were they went swimming, and they were like, you want to come swimming? And I'm you like, didn't. absolutely the fuck <laughs> yeah. not. I'm like, I'm no, staying that's... on this boat. I mean. <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't, it's not like a paralyzing fear, but it gives me severe anxiety See, when I'm actually in those situations. I've been out and. Not in the middle of it, but like offshore enough where I can't see the shore a couple times. Yeah. That didn't ever really freak me out. I've been in big ass lakes. That didn't really freak me out. But, however, what does freak me out, not necessarily just like the ocean in general, or like the fear of what is it again? It's called thalassophobia. And that's like deep water. Um, I pulled it up. Uh, it's My kind of fear of that. Thalassophobia is specifically a persistent and intense fear of deep bodies of water. Deep bodies of water. Such My fear oceans or seas, is yeah. more specific. It's similar. And it's not really a phobia because it's not like I would ever experience it at every point. Yeah. But the deep sea. Like when you get oh, down to yeah. the point where like it's the the weird bioluminescent creatures yeah. and like that's creepy like there's so much down there we it's don't know it's just this about, idea though you know? that when i if i'm in water and i know there's anything below hundreds you. well i'm not scared of sharks i'm not scared of sea creatures okay but it's this idea that when i'm in water is it the fact that it's just like a void yeah it's like it's, <laughs> a, it's a void when i'm in water and i know there's hundreds maybe even thousands of feet below oh me, yeah for sure yeah that <laughs> is terrifying to me I don't like it. I cannot. So I, you want to do well in space, or would that be different? That's different. Space is a little bit different. Space is different. I don't. I mean, maybe. Of course, I've never been to space. Maybe if I ever went to space, <laughs> I'd immediately f- find out that space is not for me. But, well, because it is a <laughs> void. Yeah, for the most By part, the, for in the literal sense. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, um, but maybe it wouldn't get you because fears and phobias are. Uh, from what I've learned and experienced, are very specific. Well, it's like, like you're I, only scared of black widows. Other spiders, you're fine. Yeah, and I'm only scared of deep water. Of deep water, and it's not because yeah. I can't swim. Because I've it's been in lakes that, that are 
hundreds, if not thousands of feet deep. Yeah, and there. those lakes freak me out. And that never freaked me out, even when I was a kid. Yeah. I jumped right in it. No, <laughs> I would not go swimming in that. <laughs> you know? at, least, at least not more than 30 feet from shore. Yeah. Because, you know? Yeah. No, I definitely understand um, it. It makes I'm sense. I'm not scared. It's I, not one of those. It's, and it's like, I'm not scared of specifically the ocean. Yeah. I, I think the ocean is cool. I, I, I watch National Geographic. I know some people that are actually, one of my coworkers, she's literally scared of just the ocean. Yeah. I'm not scared of the ocean and the things in it and that type of stuff. I'm scared of deep water. It's that, it's, it's like, I think you put it well. Yeah, deep water. It's that void. Yeah. It's why I have not played So Subnautica. it's not necessarily like, oh, I do want to play that. I, 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 I have heard it's really good, we should but I that. keep refusing to play it because I... This also, little, I got Project Zomboid. We should start oh, playing it together. We should definitely play it's that. It's yeah. hard. It is, but it's it's good, Because, though. like, I've been traveling house <laughs> to house, not finding anything Yeah, it's of good. Use. It's good, though. Um, it's tough, but it's good, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. No, it's it's just this this fear of of that that void that is deep water, and I can I, I don't know I don't have any traumatic experience anything? involved with it. It's just it's just innate. It's, it's just, just this innate there. fear yeah. that it's it's a fear I can point out specifically as that is that is probably the thing I am most afraid of that not everyone is afraid of. Another fear I have, and this is the one that we were talking about earlier that you know of, and only my good friends know, because I only tell some people. <laughs> and it's not as bad as the cockroach thing. I don't think it's a proper phobia, but they do make me uneasy, and it, it is a legitimate fear. But just thinking about it, okay, it is creepy. I don't like it. But <laughs> I don't like mannequins. I hate them, Okay. Like if you, if you can make a haunted house for me where there's literally nothing else but a dark room full of mannequins and I don't know what's in there and then I turn on my flashlight, I see a room full of mannequins, I run. Okay. Um, <laughs> like nope. In fact, there's a there's a part a bit in the, the new Five Nights at Freddy's game where there's these endoskeletons, kind of like weeping angels. When you look at them, they don't move. When you don't yeah. look at them, they move. Oh yeah. Well, eventually you end up in a whole room of them. <laughs> And it's very mannequin-like. But it, that didn't quite hit me, but it almost hit me there. But, like, mannequins. And this is called automatonophobia. Ooh. Can be loosely defined as the fear of wax figures, humanoid robots, which is why that Android video I mentioned to you really freaks me out. Yeah. Audio animatronics. So, Yeah. See, uh, see I'm, I'm, I'm looking at images. Other figures designed to represent humans. And that definitely hits the uncanny valley. Yeah. I'm looking at images uh, right now on Google of thalassophobia. There's a lot of images of, like, sea creatures and stuff. And, again, it's not the things in the ocean and in deep water that scares me. But look at this image. That's shallow water and a reef and this hole, this big sinkhole. Is that, like, an electric eel or something? No, that's... That's no coming out of it. No, that's a boat. What is that? It's a that's a boat right there. Oh, I'm far away. Um, it's know. a boat. It's just a big reef. Oh, it's just the wave. And yeah, then okay. you can see how it gets dark, and it just the the shore just drops off there. That's what I'm talking about. A dark that, void, no light. That makes me very uneasy just looking at. That. Is it the fact that you don't know when it ends, or the fact that I 
I'm really it's just pure darkness. I'm really not. Like, I'm really not sure. Our combination, it probably combination. combination of them. I'm really not sure. It's not the things that might be down there that freak me out. Yeah, because I know people that are afraid of the ocean that are afraid what's in it because there's so much about the ocean we don't know. Yeah, see, I see freaky images like and this. In, in fact, which is a seal. But since um, we're talking about so much about the ocean, we have been thinking about and we probably real will do coming up an episode on the ocean. So yeah. Get ready. So it's like if if I look through uh, these Google images of philosophobia, it's not these images of sea creatures and stuff that uh, freak me out like this. That doesn't freak me out. It's that. Yeah, you have to share some of these pictures to me. That makes me uneasy. It's this for listening. There's a guy. It's a guy sitting on a on a, a drop off. In yeah. the ocean, he's sitting. There's like a, so, like goo lagoon, a sandbar, SpongeBob, and then it just <laughs> drops off into nothingness, and that fucking freaks me out. But yeah, so I don't think I actually have it. That. I think I have <laughs> the cockroach one, but autonomophobia, fear of human-like figures, mm. mannequins, wax figures, statues, dummy, dummies, animatronics, robots. Animatronics have always creeped me out. I was always scared of like Chuck E. Cheese and stuff. That's not like a super uncommon version That's not of uncommon. it, though. Yeah. Like mannequins always have creeped me out. Like department stores, like especially old, like raggedy, oh, rickety I, I had de- a, department I had stores. A high school professor when he was in his in college, he worked at Disneyland as a like gym. an old J.C. that's from the eighties and it hasn't oh, been like redone yeah. and like it's very vacant. There's only a couple people shopping and like you have the shitty mannequins mm. that creeps me um, out. Marvins or something. Marvins, yeah, J.C. Penney's. Yeah, I, I had a prof- places I had my a mom would make me go Teacher in to. high school when he was in college, he worked at Disneyland as a night janitor, and he cleaned the canals. <laughs> in it's a small world. It's a small world. Always scare me. Yeah. Okay. He, they were not allowed to touch the mannequins. I don't like that. There, no, the Why animatro- weren't they supposed to touch him? Uh, because, I mean, the mannequins and animatronics, they had people that that was their job. They had, they oh, were yeah, trained, like the trained for it. Yeah. He was just a janitor. Yeah. He cleaned the canals. He cleaned the bathrooms. He cleaned the kitchens, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, but he, he always said it was really freaky. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went to It's a Small World as an adult. Not going to lie. I was high on edibles. <laughs> it was horrifying. I hated it. And uh, I also went on the Temple to Doom route ride, and that was also horrifying when you're on edibles. The Indiana Jones one? I've been doing Sativa lately. I like the Indiana Jones ride. Because Sativa, I can still be... No, it's a great ride. But, like, Sativa, I can still be productive and do things. Yeah. Like, in our band or whatever, I might be on that. (laughs) (laughs) And I will not mention it, because it's top secret. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, that had me fucked up. But, um... Yeah, I don't think I have a phobia of it because it's not like I see a mannequin. I'm like, oh, shit. But if I saw a mannequin in the corner of a dark room, yeah, I would not be happy with that situation. I think that's one of the things with, like, a, a phobia and just a, a fear is fears can be situ- uh, specific to situations. But there's some... You had a phobia of mannequins. It depends how severe it just is and being whatnot. Just around one um, might, might make you le- least uneasy. There's some phobias where literally thinking of it. Is yeah, enough, some people have it know? that severe. Like I say, I I have the the lassophobia, but it's not very severe. Um, I mean, partly because uh, 
I don't find myself in those situations very often. Right. Um, yeah. But Especially it now. is you, it is enough where like like I mentioned Subnautica. I've not played it yet. Even I've been I've, wanting to play that. I've though. thought about getting it because I've heard it's really good. Yeah, but but I've you not, like deep dive. I yeah, I've not yeah. played it specifically because of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. So that's some of our fears. But if those aren't entertaining enough uh, to fluff out this episode and make it better, whatever. <laughs> I've been drinking. Have you been drinking? I've been drinking Drink a little, drink a little more. I've been drinking a bit. Yeah. Uh. Mm. There's lots of fears, mm. though. A lot of phobias. I have a list here. Yeah. So it's on therecoveryvillage.com. Okay. You have a quiz. We'll get to that. Oh, wow. So I have the same It's a list, list of... Oh, you do? Okay. Let's go down to 21. Up. <laughs> Let's go down to twenty number 21 so you can read along with me. Okay. So the first fear here, number 21 on the Recovery Village. I'm not sure what that means. I guess recovery is their mi- mission. Their number is 866-666-NOT-SUS-5732. Okay. <laughs> also, did you hear that Foo Fighters is coming out with like a horror comedy? Yeah, Studio 666. Studio 666. Yeah. I, I definitely want to see it. I want to watch that. I if don't have expectations. showing, I don't really. Because it's only in theaters and I don't know how many theaters yeah. it's going to be in. I do want to see it, though. I don't really have very many because expectations for it, but uh, all their I'll watch music it. videos are usually funny. I mean, yeah. like Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters always have a knack for comedy. I'm okay with the idea of the Foo Fighters starring in a horror like film. Like their own movie, yeah, too. That, like, that sounds fun. I don't Tenacious know. D has to make a cameo in it, though. Oh, yes. Or I'll riot. Yeah. But the first one we have here, <laughs> of these are like the weirdest phobias, according to this website. And I look through it, and they are pretty weird. So this first one here, number 21, phobia, phobia. And would you guess it's the fear <laughs> of phobias? <laughs> <laughs> so phobia phobias the fear phobias also also uh quick um yeah yeah if you have any of these phobias we're not laughing at you we're laughing with you yeah, we're, we, <laughs> we're not we're not making fun of anyone you know etc disclaimer <laughs> um you're nerds no, there's get no over sh- it. there's no shame no, in having a phobia. get over it yeah <laughs> no there's no shame in having a phobia no matter how strange it might seem see colton's trying to be nice but really I'm trying to cover her ass. <laughs> no, I know that's good. That's <laughs> smart. <laughs> no, I know. Seriously. No, but yeah, no, no. But if you actually do have any of these phobias, we're sorry. Yeah, there's no shame I, in I having know. a phobia, no matter how strange it might seem. But we also, as you know, but we're still gonna laugh at these. We're phobias. still a podcast. A yeah. couple of hosts that get drunk and laugh at things. Yeah. So yeah, you know what's gonna <laughs> happen. So if you feel like we're gonna offend you you can log off now okay <laughs> but once we get to the top couple ones this is going to be a very rare percentage but if and if you are listening to this that have these phobias let us know yeah. because that would be pretty cool actually let us know um so this yeah the phobia of phobia phobia is the fear of phobias <laughs> this can be described as free-floating anxiety where a person spirals in the circle of anxiety from fearing fear itself that famous speech from um fdr fdr i think we think <laughs> look it up, Just uh, look it up. <laughs> it's either fdr or john f kennedy the only thing we fear 
It's FDR. It's FDR. John F. Kennedy has another good one, though. That's along the lines of that. But yeah. John F. Kennedy has the inevitable revolution. The fear of fear itself. In that respect, and this is all from the Recovery Village, so, you know, fair use. In that respect, it is self fulfilling prophecy. Phobia phobia is commonly co diagnosed with other types of specific phobias and is often associated with anxiety disorders. People with phobia phobia will often avoid social situations or situations that can lead to anxiety. When extreme, it will greatly interfere with an individual's everyday life. So it's the fear fear. So it's basically like the fear of something scary happening. Yeah. Um, actually, like a. I, don't I think, get it. I actually don't think that's that silly. I don't think it's that weird because, yeah. like, there's people I know that just cannot watch horror movies with me. I love horror movies. I used to hate them. Yeah. But, like, I used to be exposed to them so much. I now don't, I love watching I don't them. love horror movies, but I'm, I will, watch I'll them, watch them. Yeah, because, you know. Yeah. You got to do it for the podcast. Oh, or this is a good one. The, yeah, number 19 is a – wait, number 20. Sorry. <laughs> Deep – Dipe? Dipnophobia? Fear of dining with others. <laughs> that, oh, I have that one. <laughs> so, yeah, the fear of dining with others. This often manifests <laughs> as a fear of dinner parties and may stem from the fear of dinner conversations, mm. specifically dinner, uh, I must say, or having to carry out a conversation while eating, maybe related to underlying social phobia. Ma- many cases, dipnophobia is triggered by traumatic events from an individual's past, such as being ridiculed as a child for the way they ate, for not following proper etiquette. You know, table. you know, I'm definitely not afraid of dining with others, but um, sometimes when I have like dinner plans and they get canceled, I'm secretly a little bit relieved. <laughs> so I can, I can understand. I will recommend. Understand. Yeah. Interacting Me and with my others girlfriend can just had annoying. dinner at this place called the Yellow Carrot here in town. Oh, yeah. Used to be a yeah. catering place, like a bakery and catering place only. I applied to work there once. Oh, really? Yeah. Now it's a restaurant too. Yeah. Really good. I've heard it's good. Now yeah. they go. She goes hard on like the rosemary and stuff, <laughs> but it's good. Like they have rosemary and crusted fries, parmesan and crusted fried pickles, and like their burger was crazy good. The rosemary and crusted. It's good, rosemary. dude. Ro- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just but they're rosemary. Of rosemary that's been deep fried and sprinkled with more rosemary. And I have thought about us reading like bad reviews about places. And if we ever do that, mm. we will never be explicit. We will never name what the business. Yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want trash that, talk. That would be fun. I don't like trash talking individuals or businesses unless they really deserve it. Especially local places. Yeah. So if we ever did that, we wouldn't, wouldn't mention. But they're good, seriously. I'll have to check them Just out. Been, now, they're not yeah. cheap, though. Oh, yeah. no. Like, go there after you get your paycheck or whatever. <laughs> or your income yeah. tax return. So number 19, esotrophobia, the fear of mirrors. Sometimes I actually have this one. Not legitimately, but I do get uneasy when I'm in a dark room with a mirror. And I heard it could be bad luck hmm. to do that, to be alone with a mirror in the dark room. I have all the mirrors in my house covered up. <laughs> I see that. Yeah. I only have half of my mirror covered up. It's with the, It's because I'm a vampire. You have the Gondorian flag. Yeah. I have the Rohan flag. I'm a little jealous that you have the Rohan flag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've joked with Caleb about um, <laughs> us stealing it from you. 
<laughs> well, we will go to war then. But the fear of mirrors sometimes also refer to but as... Gondor calls for aid. Gondor, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a Lord of the Rings episode in the future, whatever. <laughs> so also refer to as spectrophobia or cato... Oh, God. Catoptrophobia. People of this fear are unable to look at themselves in mirror. This fear may also extend to any reflective surface. Oh, I love looking at myself in the mirror. I guess I'm the opposite of this. Out of vanity? Yeah, definitely out of vanity. Out of vanity. Yeah, 100% out of vanity. Wow. I check, I'll admit, I check myself out sometimes when in reflections. Not not all the time, not like constantly, but oh there, god, there's been man. a few. There's a few times every once in a while, every like here and there, when I'm walking past a shop window and I'm like, catch my reflection. I'm like, my hair looks good right now. If I have a cool n- new jacket <laughs> or glasses, yeah, yeah, or I fix my hair, yeah, but it's not out of vanity. It's not like all well, that is well, vanity. It's just very minor vanity. Very minor, yeah. but like. If you, I look, if the you ever, I, okay, the if you ever check yourself out in the Colton. mirror for the sake of and for no reason other than just you think you look good, so you're taking it. So that's you, vanity. It, that's vanity. No, no matter how, reason, no matter how you frame it, else otherwise, ninety nine percent of the time, the reason I check myself in the mirror is to make sure I actually look. Like a human being. Yeah. You no, know? <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. So I look like I could go out. Well, and work I, I, I'm or not go like out constantly checking myself in reflections, but I will admit every now and then. But I will. I'll say, pass a reflection and I'll catch it'll catch my eye and I'll kind of think to myself like. I will I'll, say I'll though, catch myself looking at myself and be like, yeah, I'll catch myself looking at you and I'll be like, what an idiot. Thank no. you. <laughs> looking at me and i'll look at myself and i'll be like oh what a nerd but um i will say um i do get slightly uneasy and this is more of a fear of dark fear of unknown like primal fear thing but like when i look at the mirror in the dark because you have like the and i don't believe in any of this shit but like you have the bloody mary thing where you say her name three times she appears with the candle and whatever Candyman, even though it's that movie, but like you say his name five times, he appears in a mirror. There's something about mirrors. Yeah. Um, and some of my, and I don't want to culturally appropriate because I know nothing. I'm an idiot white man. But some of my like native friends have told me mirrors are not good. They're bad luck. Like, especially in the dark, especially when you're alone. You should yeah. not be around a mirror when you're alone in the dark. Like, hmm. it's bad news. Well, You're inviting um, spirits from the other dimension, the mirror dimension. Yeah. Like, Doctor Strange. But, like, I I do get uneasy, especially when I'm alone and there's, like, a mirror right there by my bed. And there is. I usually move it where I don't see it, like, right directly by me. But it's like, what well, if you Well, in this room, we have the mirror covered up. It's covered up well, before for soundproofing. soundproofing. Yeah. But in the, in the bedroom in my apartment, um, we do have curtains over the mirror. Your other one? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's it's because... Uh, um, it is slightly... For exactly that. When you're trying to sleep, it's in the dark. It's a little uneasy um, because, like... My girlfriend more so than me, but I guess, yeah, I guess but, me like, a little bit. It's still me, too, because, like, if you... Like, imagine if you saw something in your mirror, like, in, behind you or something. Yeah. And that's kind of the... Again, the fear of the unknown. It's like, what if? Or, like, your brain coming up with things. It's like, when you have nightmares... We'll probably do a dreams episode again. 
because that's more specific. But when you have nightmares, really, it's just your brain processing whatever data you have. Yeah. Just making something up of it. And, like, when you have nightmares, it's really... I don't, I mean, I'm not an expert. I don't know anything about it, but I don't really think it's like specifically like an omen or like something like negative. I think it's just your brain putting shit together and sometimes it <laughs> ends up being weird. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes end up being scary. But recent, for a long time now, actually, for like the last five to six years, I've had a lot of lucid dreams and I can like stop it. From being a nightmare. I'm like, hey, no. Like, I can... Or I can just yeah. wake up before... I've never had a lucid like, dream. Like, dude, I have lucid dreams all the time now. And I can wake up before it gets scary <laughs> if I want to. Because I know when it's going to get scary. I, uh... When it or comes, I can switch it around. Like When it comes to nightmares, I don't get nightmares very often. I do have some I don't get them that much now. I, don't ha- I get uncomfortable dreams every once in a while. One time I had a dream... It was not that long ago where I borrowed someone's credit card and then I like <laughs> broke the credit card. Oh shit. And I was really worried they're gonna be upset with me. And that was that was it. But it was uncomfortable. <laughs> I remember waking up and being like, that wasn't fun. It wasn't a nightmare, but it was not a fun dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Um there's another fear I have that I forgot to mention before we go with these phobias, these weird phobias. And it's not too bad, but every once in a while, especially when I'm alone, like when my girlfriend's working overnights or she's out of town or whatnot, out of town or whatnot, I have a fear. And it's not really like a bad fear or like something that really affects me, but I do kind of check the apartment. Make sure the door is locked. I check the rooms and then I go to sleep because I have this slight little fear eating at me that someone is in my apartment or Mm. in my house. Yeah. And unfortunately, I always check the ovens off before I go to bed. (laughs) What? I always check the ovens off before I go to bed. (laughs) Oven and stove. I don't worry about that because you know I turn it off when I'm done cooking. I do, I do too, but I have the I have a very but, very mild. I want to call it a fear, but an anxiety that maybe like, maybe I didn't turn it off. No, I know this, Colton. I wouldn't call I it a your roommate. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a fear, but a little anxiety. You have anxiety that, of like, um, maybe I didn't turn it off. Ovens and heaters. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, but that's fine. That's perfectly normal. That's being safe. Yeah, but um, I wouldn't call it a fear. It's just a, a, a it's precaution. Well, not just a precaution. It's an anxiety. anxiety. It's an anxiety. So yeah, borderlining a fear. Yeah, borderline <laughs> if you're like, I'm not afraid of ovens being on. But you but worry sometimes about I get the anxiety yeah. that maybe I didn't check it properly before. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, I, <laughs> I remember you were always sketchy about running the heater at our old apartment. <laughs> No, do you remember why I was sketchy about running because the Because of our, all our shit everywhere? Well, that, that was part of it, but that, also because then, how expensive it was. It is Nobody expensive. except for you and me ever yeah. paid our utilities. No, that is true. I yeah. do understand yeah. that now. Uh, the, other, the other roommates didn't Dude, pay Dude, at our these utilities. apartments, we don't get charged for that. Not for heat, yeah. Not pretty, for heat, nice. not for water. It's yeah, awesome, it's man. Nice. I can I run the heat yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I remember back then you were kind of like, Nah, and I understand now, but 
But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to because burn. we did want to burn down the house, and I also we, and we were um, the only ones that paid for it, pretty much. Yeah, for and, a while. and well, also I never I never made you pay for uh, the uh, the other roommates uh, not um, paying. Well, that was really nice of you. Yeah. So, so there was, and I there was one month where I paid two hundred fifty dollars for the holy. For yeah, the I know Tris. Sorry, I know someone owed you a lot. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm trying to avoid names right now. Sorry, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's all water under the bridge. That was all water under the bridge. Yeah, it yeah. was years ago. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but yeah, I have kind of a slight, I guess, anxiety more accurately because like I don't actually think it's a possibility, especially being in an apartment. I could understand being like in a big house or mansion, um, which I have had the opportunity to sleep at like big giant mansions before because my grandma used to house um keep this big mansion for this rich family and every once in a while that would stay there with her and it really freaked me out because it's this huge open building mm. um yeah and they had and it was awesome though they had a home theater and i watched empire strikes back oh nice yeah that was sick nice <laughs> yeah um <laughs> and they had a big pool and like it was one of those pools where like the edge of it was just like the cliff and like there was nothing else so it was kind of an illusion. Like you would see the water and then like the horizon and you would look down and be a cliff. Oh, it was I a, thought you were talking like the water itself no, was no, like no. a cliff. And I was no, like, it wasn't like a waterfall I was thing. Like, I, well, <laughs> no. I, I thought my mind basically went to thalassophobia. <laughs> no, like, no, it wasn't like that. you're describing the water as like a drop off. And I'm like, but, uh, nope. It was this ranch mansion in Arkansas and like one of the more mountainy hilly regions. It was cool. And yeah, I got to watch Empire Strikes Back in a home theater. Nice. Um, but the f- yeah, I've always, I always will. I it's just me trying to be safe and like trying to be a good boyfriend or good housekeeper or whatever. I check my house, my apartment before I go to sleep. I make sure everything's as I left it. Right. Yeah. And I do have a small little tiny fear of like someone being in there. There's been a couple times. My, it's not often. I've had a break-in in my house before when I was little. Yeah. I didn't wake up for it, but my parents dealt with it and called the police. And like, There's I, been luckily a everything couple was okay. Times where it's not often, but recently, um, just real quick, my mom. I guess she forgot to lock the door. Someone actually came into her house. Oh. Luckily, nothing bad happened, and she thinks it was like an old lady with dementia. <laughs> But ever since she told me that, that's even got me more psyched out. It just kind of... And then I've heard stories and I've seen like videos about people. And I don't know if it was fake or not, but I saw a video. Apparently, like this fairly wealthy guy, like in a big house, had like security cameras in his house. Mm-hmm. And there was this lady that crawled out of his attic, pissed in the sink, and then ate shit out of his fridge. And ever since I've seen that... Even I know, though I know what you're talking about, it's, yeah. yeah. Even though it's so unlikely where we live, because we don't live in a big mansion, we don't live in a big ass house. Like we would know quickly if there was someone. Not else a in lot here. of hiding spots in no. this apartment. Yeah. yeah, and we have pretty much the same layout, slightly there's different. There's been but, a couple times. It's it's rare, but, but you do get that uneasy feeling. Like there's been a couple times where I have gone and checked. Yeah, part of the apartment Our, that doesn't have a heater or anything like that. No other reason I would have check it. There's been a couple it. times where I've like peeked into a part a of the apartment, room, yeah, flicked on the light real quick, looked around, and flicked it off and went to bed. I do that 
all the time. I don't do it all the time, but there's I do been a couple it all the time times now. here and there. And um, yeah, and I'm religious about locking the doors. I've also checked behind the couch. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I check if I dropped anything back there, yeah. but I don't think there was. Oh, there, there, there has been a couple hiding behind my. There's couch. been a couple times for for some reason I was like, while I'm but, checking, I might as well peek behind the couch. But yeah, for some reason, I have this anxiety that there's someone in my house. And a lot of times, I'll hear my neighbors either above me or it's next to me. And it legitimately sometimes sounds like they're in the same room. Oh, yeah. And sometimes it doesn't, r- doesn't seem like it's as bad in this apartment as. Sometimes that really psychs me out yeah. at my apartment. My na- either, um, either the walls in this building are thicker or my apartment, my neighbors are quieter. My neighbors are not quiet. Yeah. I hear my neighbor like throwing up every other morning at six in the Jeez. morning. And I don't know if he's an alcoholic or he has some kind of condition, but I'm used to it now. And it's sad. <laughs> it but, is sad. And I hear them screaming at each other and they have a teenage daughter. And one time oh. I heard them screaming at her about watching porn because she was watching porn. They caught her, <laughs> which is pretty f- honestly, I had a pretty good goof of i feel like the walls in my building are thicker than yours because i don't hear my neighbors talking or anything like that ever well my neighbors are loud as fuck unless i'm in the hallway i'm outside someone's door either my walls are thin or my neighbors are super loud because my other neighbor because i have two neighbors to decide me one on left one on the right yeah the one on the i guess the left or depends how you look at it i don't hear anything from them only every once in a while the other ones. Now, once I now that I've soundproofed my room some, it definitely helped. I gotta get these sound pads though. Yeah. Because I just have the sound foam at the moment. Yeah, better than um, nothing though. It is better than yeah. nothing. It definitely did help, and it helps with the echo and everything. And we have recorded in my room a couple times. We'll probably will in I the future. Bet the listeners haven't noticed though. They probably haven't noticed unless they turned unless they have really high fidelity headphones. Yeah. And you probably don't. You can't no, tell the kidding. difference in the acoustics of the room. The, yeah. yeah. But anyways, yeah. That's another thing I have. But another one. Uh, so we're on number 18. Yeah. Let's let's breeze through these. So, decidophobia. Fear of making decisions. I love that one. That just sounds like severe anxiety. That's very bad anxiety. Like, I... I like. I guess like some people might have a legitimate fear of it. So people, but with- I know a lot of people who have just really bad anxiety. Who they, they, they are uncomfortable with making decisions. Yeah, and this one says they may even turn to external sources such as astrology for the advice. You know, one time I ran my whole day off of a eight magic eight ball. It ended up being a really weird day. Yeah, that would be a weird day. Because, like, I didn't go to work until, like, 6. I've never done anything I like that. I mean, I didn't go to lunch until, like, 6 at work, which <laughs> is way too late. Yeah. But the 8-ball kept telling me I shouldn't go to lunch yet. And I just <laughs> I just decided to test it. But, yeah, don't fear to make decisions. Come on. You can do it. Um, here, the next one. Ergophobia. Fear of work. Now, this one... I never had a fear of work, but there was a period where I haven't worked in a while and I got too comfortable with not working. I hate work. <laughs> I don't mind it. I mean, it's just part of life. I have friends at work, you know, like yeah. Cole and Tor. Tor has well, been on the podcast. She's I've, great. I've not hated the places I've worked. 
But you just hate work in general. I don't like work. <laughs> I'm the type of person that if I won the lottery, you I would tr- I would try to yeah. I would try to set myself up where I wouldn't have to work ever. Well, if you won the lottery, you won it really, well, unless you, you're a complete idiot. Yeah, you. Uh, I mean, with you finances, know, you'd want to invest some. Invest, uh, but if you won eighty put a million bunch of them in the bank, yeah. I mean, if you won eighty million dollars right now, you'd be set as long as you're not an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I, I would, I would try to not be an idiot, and yeah, I, I would, I would do investing. Be the best though. part about winning yeah, the, the lottery f- would be I wouldn't have to work anymore. The fear of work, I mean, you become. But I'm not afraid of work. No, but like after, <laughs> I just don't like, like after it. a while. If you don't work for a while, for some reason or whatever, if you're like you didn't work in high school or whatever, you do become kind of um. Oh, what's the word? Oh my god. Complacent? Complacent, yeah. You become complacent with your situation. Yeah. And I remember I was actually excited for work, but then one of our f- friends, one of our roommates, geez, he's been on podcast, but he told me, he was like, hey, enjoy what you have before you work. Yeah, no. Well, I, uh, when, um, when COVID first hit but um, and uh, my job shut down early for the season, so I was out a month, probably work probably a month earlier than I was planning on it. Yeah. And then I got sick. Yeah. And I couldn't find a job. And this was when COVID first hit. And mm-hmm. unlike now where everyone's short staffed, back then everyone was shutting down. Yeah. So there was no jobs. I went probably four months without a job. And uh, it was awesome. And you do become great. complacent, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can wake up when you like. You can go to sleep when yeah. you like. <laughs> but to me, it does eat me up to not have a schedule. Like after a while, I guess having like even hell, even having the podcast is better than nothing. Yeah, having like, some I'm, type of schedule is fine, know, is good. But I'm also I'm not one of those people that feels like not having a job or not being at work means I can't be productive at all. No, that's I'm also there too. Some people are like that where but I they like, work and they they work really hard because they feel like if they're not working they're not productive. I don't feel that way. I feel no, like there's I can a still lot be productive of, without I can be produ- work. I can be productive with my time and not have and not be working. Yeah, make music, do podcasts, so on yeah. and so forth. But I do like having a schedule and work does contribute to that. Yeah. Um and it's nice to be back in the flow of things, you know, be back in school, be back doing the podcast, you know, have a schedule, you know, oh, yeah. we had a good break, like, yeah. you know, schedules are nice, schedules but are I nice. don't fear work. No, I don't fear it either. I more than ever, I fear complacency. I fear getting used to doing nothing, getting, I fear the idea of like being happy with nothing like that scares me, honestly. It doesn't scare me that much. For some reason, it messes with me. I like being productive. I like doing something. I like having a schedule. I like waking up in the morning, making coffee, yeah. making breakfast, going to school. So yeah, and so yeah. Forth. I like having a schedule, but I'm also perfectly content. Well, okay. Wait, wait, wait. wait. For, Don't know. get me wrong. I love playing video games all fucking day. Like, I can't <laughs> wait for Elden Ring. In fact, I it was supposed to come out in January, which would have been awesome because I p- could have played it. <laughs> as much as I wanted until school started. Maybe that's maybe when Elden Ring comes out, that's uh, one of those weeks where a commentary might come out. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Elden Ring's coming out at the end of February, February 25th, when 
fucking school is gonna be brutal. I'll, I'll admit, I'm, like, I'm not a Souls guy, but Elden Ring looks rad. Oh, you gotta get it. You gotta like, get it. It looks rad. I mean, it's like Breath of the Wild plus Souls. Plus yeah, I'm not Skyrim a Souls guy. Like... They're a little bit above my. Uh, well, I heard. They're well, a little bit above my patience a level. Lot of, a lot of the hardcore, hardcore Souls fans are upset that Elden Ring might be a lot easier. And the only reason it's really going to be easier is because it's open world and you have more options. Yeah. That's the only reason. It's like this is hard boss. Where like Vadi Vidya. something else for a while. Vadi Vidya, the guy that does all the Dark Souls lore and like videos. He said it's still hard. Like the bosses are still hard. Yeah. But he said it's an idea that you can farm for resources, craft. Difference being go, in, in your you traditional go, Souls game. You can go do other things. Traditional Souls game. You can just go you, you explore the wilderness or whatever. Yeah, but the traditional Souls game, you reach a boss. You're at that boss until you beat it. And this, for if the most you part. get stuck at a boss, fuck it. You can just go explore the forest and like craft yeah. like. No, I, I'm not a Souls guy. It's not because I think they're bad games. I've, I've definitely been trying playing it. I'm still trying Dark Souls. I haven't played it. In Do the, Bloodborne though. I I I've played a little bit of Bloodborne when it's I lived with you. It's a PlayStation exclusive and, uh, though. I liked it. Um, but um, um, Dark Souls is not good on PC. Don't get it on PC. No, I've been playing on Xbox. Oh, good, good. Well, because you played um, it with me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we should. Play I haven't it played it in a bit, but but uh, Elden Ring. I haven't given up on it. That's definitely in your wheelhouse. Yeah, it's it's just that Dark Souls is. It's not that I think it's I I think it's good. It's just a little bit beyond my patience level, basically. I think that's that's all it is. Oh, listen to our Dark Souls lore oh, episode. Yeah. Which that is, was a good episode. That one's I honestly that one. rising. Yeah. That's like the number three episode now, according to our ranks. Damn, yeah. Um, we'll keep it up, guys. And we'll definitely be doing another Dark Souls lore. Yeah. I'll like be doing an Elden Ring review and probably uh, Elden Ring lore in the future. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, but let's continue with the fears. And I just fear Elden Ring getting delayed again. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think it will be. All right, let's let's breeze through these. I just hope it doesn't suffer the cyberpunk um, yeah. dilemma. I also have that worry with the Lego Star Wars. Um, oh, yeah, because it keeps getting delayed. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about it, but I'm still going to play it. Um, but I trump from software. <laughs> but, okay, so, Vest- yeah, fear of work. So, vestophobia. Yeah, fear of clothing. So, you always want to be nude? I mean, I respect it. It can arise from an allergy to a specific type of fabric. Oh. I've never met anyone who... Or a traumatic event associated with a certain piece of clothing. For Uh. example, there have been cases where former soldiers develop develop a fear of military clothing. I can understand that. Interesting, yeah. But a fear of clothing in general? You might be a nudist, my friend. Yeah, maybe (laughs) just uh, embrace it. Okay, here's one. Kayetophobia, or however you pronounce that, the fear of hair. <laughs> That's what Frank had, and that what on one always want to be pure. Up, want to be pure <laughs> hair. It collects. <laughs> I mean, that is true. I actually shaved my beard in hair, like when COVID was real bad. Um, now I'm growing it out again, because I de- never want to shave my hair that short again. It sucked. The only thing good about it is I could wear a lot of hats. Yeah, hats are better with shorter hair. Hats look stupid with long hair. You look like a hillbilly. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> here's an... Oh, this relates. In which we both have beards. We both are growing our beards out. 
I trim my beard every once in a while, but I think I'm going to let it go now. Just let it go wild, whatever. But um, number 14, poganophobia, fear of beards. <laughs> poganophobia is the fear of beards. This usually stems from an alarming incident with a bearded person. It could also arise from a person not liking that a beard hides someone's face. Huh. Sounds like a dog. I mean, it is the fact that beards do make people look so different. Like when you, yeah. well, I say it sounds like a dog because like dogs, dogs will often like associate things like hats and beards. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like yeah. when I shave my beard eventually, because I do plan on like when I'm, you know, tired of it. Every time I shave my beard, though, I'm like, whoa. I feel like I, I look like completely different person. I, I look like so I, young. I look so weird. I feel like I look so stupid. Just I look completely so stupid. Clean shaven. I look so nude and weird. I don't grow. I don't grow out my facial hair long, but I don't shave. I don't go clean shaven almost right. ever. I've been going clean shaven in a while now, since like a year ago. Yeah. But um, I'm letting it grow out now. But I'm trying to keep it trimmed and whatever, and like keep it nice or whatever. Um, here's the next one. Linonophobia, fear of string. Fear of string. Person with linonophobia will have an extreme reaction when even thinking of string, let alone seeing it in person. People with linonophobia will avoid string or anything having to do with string, such as sewing or tying shoes. That's an extremely specific fear. Yeah, well, we haven't gotten to it really. Here's another one Omphalophobia, fear of belly buttons. Enough said. Enough said. Okay. <laughs> we got to breeze through these. Um, Ephibi. Do you know how to pronounce this? Ephibophobia. Ephibophobia. Okay. I think. Yeah. Fear of adolescence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Honestly, I yeah, mean, I'm I, un- I understand I mean, that one. Those Fortnite kids. There's a reason that I play COD. And, yeah. I, and I'm glad that the squeakers are on Fortnite now and not on COD. That's good. You just saying, but yeah, fear of adolescence. I don't play online games very often. I've been playing Super Mario Odyssey <laughs> the this, last few days. This fear is thought to develop from the negative portrayal of teenagers in the media. Yeah, teenagers suck. They freaking suck. Yeah, they do. Oh, I love this one. Hippopotamonstrosesquipedilophobia. And you know what's funny about that? What's ironic? It's the fear of long words. And it's a very long word. I feel like whoever came up with this word for this phobia <laughs> was fucking with people. Yeah, the They're people that huge specifically troll. feared this. So, yeah, it's the fear of long words. Ironically, it's also the longest word in the dictionary. <laughs> wow. I do think there's a town in Wales that has as long of a word. Or maybe longer. There's also like a word in Spanish that's like just as long. But it's definitely one of the <laughs> longest words ever. Yeah. Um, so another name for dysphobia. Oh, God. This is equally as stupid. Sesquipedalophobia. This phobia is thought to develop from being embarrassed by pronouncing long words incorrectly. This may occur while reading aloud in front of a class as a child. Phobia can also be common in people with dyslexia. Oh, that makes sense. Huh. But that's messed up. They would make it like a long, hard to pronounce word for the phobia. Yeah. Um, Globophobia, number nine, or globophobia. The fear of balloons. (laughs) Um, 
So, and some people, the fear is so great that even seeing a balloon on television triggers intense anxiety. I think uh, Stephen King's It is to blame for this. Because Pennywise always had that balloon. And when you see the balloon, that means he's here. Yeah. And I'm not. um, Also, I forgot to mention that. I'm not scared of clowns specifically, but Pennywise, especially the Tim um, Tim Curry Curry version. Terrified. That, that freaked me out as a kid. Uh, my little sister is obsessed. obsessed. I know. Um, I she successfully loves Finn Wolfhard. I successfully, yeah. successfully over Christmas break because I, I visited my family. Yeah, yeah. I saw her and she watched it probably three or four times while I was there. Wow. Um, once with me, and uh, which chapter? One. One, of course. Because it Finn Wolfhard. She likes that one more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I successfully convinced her, after a long conversation, that it is a horror movie. You had to convince her of that. Yeah. Well, she thought it was a coming of age comedy. <laughs> no, I'm, and I'm not. I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. Because she, she, well, it's not a particularly scary movie. The new ones, the new ones are. They're not particularly scary, and there are some funny moments in it, and some funny. Especially characters. chapter two. Chapter two is fucking yeah. hilarious. Um, there are some that funny moments, a, some funny yeah. characters, and she was convinced that because of those funny parts and the and the funny characters, that it is a comedy. It's a coming coming of age comedy. I won't deny it's a coming of age story. Definitely. But I was like, it's not a comedy. And basically, I convinced her by using other examples and going, you might not be scared by it, but that doesn't make it not a horror film. Well, here's a horror film that I absolutely love and is a comedy. Evil Dead. Especially Evil Dead um, 2. Yeah, yeah, those are comedy. But it's a horror film. It's one of the best horror films. They're horror films. Genre-wise, they're horror films, but they're funny. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't. But know, then you have like I don't remember what example. Oh, I use Ghostbusters because she's also super into Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters now. Because nice. um, the new one has Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. But she went back and actually got back into the old, got into the old ones too, which I is also good. known as off-brand Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, she was. Um, I used that as an example. I said Ghostbusters has jump scares in it. It has ghosts in it and spooky stuff. It does. But it's a comedy because that's the genre. Yeah. And she was kind of like. Oh, well, okay. I, I guess I see. Because Bill Murray's just yeah. Because I'm like goofing and gaffing. So I successfully convinced her and that <laughs> it Chapter One is a horror film. Ghostbusters would be not a particularly film. scary one. No, not the new one. Not the new no, one. Yeah. But it is supposed. It's got to be. scary moments, but it's supposed to be a horror. Film. I don't think it's. It's even, not. I don't think it it's even has really scary not, moments. Dude. It's, it's not. Uh, it's a horror film, though. It is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, just like. Um, <laughs> I don't even think that I don't think the guy who plays uh, Pennywise is. I think he's perfectly fine in the role. It's just I'll, something about Tim Curry. And a lot the of the one. nightmare. Freddy versus Jason is a horror. It's film. a horror film, but it's hilarious. The whole yeah, thing, the it's whole a goof and a gaff. Yeah. Um, check out the commentary. It's a great gaff. Just yeah. trust me. That's I don't <laughs> and I don't think scary movie is very funny, but it's a comedy. It is a comedy. <laughs> scary you know. movie three though. Classic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so fear of balloons. Okay. So optophobia, fear of opening one's eyes. 
Whoa, I mean, you gotta have some. Uh, I can't believe there. this. That's awful. I mean, yeah, I feel bad for anyone who actually has that. This um, fear can fear. be extremely debilitating, as it is hard for an individual to carry out daily activities without opening their eyes. People that's with optophobia said yeah. may prefer to stay indoors or in dimly lit areas. The phobia is usually associated with a generalized anxiety disorder. So it stems from like severe anxiety. That's wild. A that, lot of these do. That's not very funny. I think. This is. <laughs> I love this one. This is fantastic. Octophobia, fear, and it's not fear of octopuses. It's the fear of number eight. The uh, number eight. <laughs> um, there. <laughs> Interestingly, there are a few other known phobias to specific numbers, except for the fear of numbers themselves. <laughs> of riff. <laughs> Arithmophobia, and the fear of the number thirteen. Trist, well, that's like a bad luck thing, I guess. But my birthday is on thirteen. It's always been a lucky number for me. I've never believed uh, in like superstitions. Yeah, not superstitions. That'd be another good episode. That would um, be. Yeah. People with octophobia not only fear the symbol eight as it appears written down on addresses or in advertisements, but they can also fear objects that present in groups of eight. <laughs> The fear of the number eight may come from the, its resemblance to infinity sign. May also come from the traumatic event involving the number eight, such as the incident that happened on the eighth of the month. Wow, fun. Um, <laughs> Aplotophobia, the fear of bathing. Gross. <laughs> Enough said. Um, Xantophobia, the fear of the color yellow. Now, there's a particular DC character that has this fear. Queen Lantern? Green Lantern. Yellow's his weakness. Well, because the Yellow Lantern... And yellow represents fear. fear. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Because uh, yellow is fear and green is what? Willpower? Green is willpower, yeah. yeah okay, People sure. with xantophobia may avoid the color yellow at all costs. This phobia tends to interfere with everyday life as yellow things can be found everywhere, <laughs> which is true. School yellow buses. is common. School buses, sunflowers. Um, the Simpsons. The Simpsons, yeah. Very yellow, very scary. Plutophobia. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, no, I wish I had this one. Actually, why would I want to have this one? Yeah, I don't, I don't want I don't any want of this these. One. I want this one. I don't want this one. Yeah, I don't want any of these phobias. The fear of money. I guess you'd end up being a better person, but um, generally, uh, dread money itself and having to deal with money. People with this fear may potentially sabotage their career to prevent them from making more money or becoming wealthy. The fear of becoming wealthy may stem from the fear of the responsibilities or pressures associated with it or the fear hmm. of getting robbed. <laughs> Apparently, Seth Rogen said his uh, car was broken into 15 times. I heard about that in... Because he said it as he responded a, to this guy's like Twitter. Yeah, he's responded as being like, "Hey, suck." Someone talked about like the. That's car just part of living in LA. Yeah, and and then everyone, and everyone else's response was like, "Holy uh, shit, what? dude, that's a lot of times even for LA." Yeah, like where are you parking like, your car? <laughs> and he was like, "Oh yeah," and that's like okay. Now Seth Rogen's getting old. Like, damn it. Like, <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. He did Reminds a movie. Th- he did a movie where he played his own grandpa. Reminds me of Ridley Scott and all his <laughs> shit. Yeah. You know? 
You're like getting old and not understanding. Arithmophobia. We mentioned that earlier, the fear of numbers. Yeah. And I guess people that don't like numbers. I guess the octophobia is a is a very specific it's version a, of it's this. It's the number eight. Yeah. 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 Nomophobia, number two. Fear of being without your mobile phone. Now, that's a very recent fear. Yeah. Um... I don't think I have a fear of it, but I do like, I'm like, oh shit, I don't have my phone. Like, I can't look up shit or I can't well, I, call I, uh, people. I just got a smartwatch. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's on a Fitbit. Uh, nice. Yeah, I got an iWatch. And I like it because I can leave my phone in the other room on the charger. Yeah, and you can still get notifications. And I can get my notifications. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not that I, I'm afraid of being with my phone. No, I'm but the, I. I'm the type of person where I if, I, if say, I forget my phone and I get in the car, I'm like, oh well. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't even say fuck. This sucks. I just go, oh well, and I go about my day. I, I really don't mind being Honestly, on my phone. I don't have fear of it, but I like. I gotta have my phone for my music. I'm one of those for psycho- my notifications. I'm one of those psychopaths that will go into a coffee shop and order a coffee and sit there without my phone. And just drink my coffee. You're a psychopath. One of those psychopaths that How just. Do you do that? Not, you, I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> not not that I don't spend a lot of time on Facebook. I do, but like. We're old, Colton. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Facebook's for old people. Get out here. I mean, so, inst- I mean Instagram and. Uh, Instagram. TikTok. Yeah. TikTok, yeah. It's I, about do TikTok. Have a, I do have a TikTok. <laughs> well, I was thinking about starting TikTok for this podcast, but. Nah, that sounds awful. I don't know what type of videos we'd make for this podcast. Oh no, us getting drunk. Um, and then number one though, which takes the cake. Um, this person would hate your dogs. He would also hate. This person would also hear, hate your um Snape impersonation. Oh your, yeah, um, oh, Alan Rickman. Yeah. The trick to it. Yeah, Alan the Rickman. trick to it. He, once you tell him the trick, it'd be like, nope, be can never do an Alan Rickman impersonation ever. Iraqi B2. Oh, God, this is hard to pronounce. I'm not, Iraqi. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to try it. I'm just leaving it up to you. Okay, God. <laughs> Iraqi beauty rophobia. The fear. Listen, guys, the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. Hmm. <laughs> I will say it is annoying. When it is happens. annoying. Yeah, yeah, it might. Do you ever get definitely when you, terrified when of it you though. buy like cheap white bread and you make a sandwich and the, the bread, bread sticks to the top the of your bread mouth sticks to your and mouth. it only happens with like cheap bread, like wonder cheap, bread, like flour, like bleached, yeah, like uh, questionable bread. I, it's it's one of the re- I've been buying more recently like wheat bread, like honey wheat. Well, I've been trying to be healthier. I've so been, yeah, been yeah my, my doctor recommended I get more fiber. Look at us. We're sounding old. Um, uh, but it doesn't do that with the wheat bread. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't stick to the top of my mouth with like that cheap like we white. We were old when we started this podcast. We're still not old. We're but just... now we're in season three. We're getting old. We used, we talk about Facebook. We talk about white bread sticking to our mouth. We're we talk about. St- we're still not old. We're just sounding like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but the. My it, joints get stiff I when do, it gets I, cold. I do hate that. Uh no, but then these stupid teenagers come in. Oh, I'm so young. I mean, I can do anything. I, I'm gonna be one of those old people, like uh, the uh, like the grandpa in Willy, off, in Willy I'm gonna Wonka. be like Clint Eastwood. Get off my lawn. 
No, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like the grandpa at Willy Wonka who acts like he can't do anything is like bedridden but until really? s- until something actually interesting happens. I'm gonna be like yeah. suddenly up and out and like dancing around because the whole time I was actually just being lazy. Yeah, that's yeah. the kind of old people we. That's that's gonna be me. <laughs> Kids are going to be on TikTok or whatever the new thing is after that. Talk tick. Talk tick or like dick talk. (laughs) (laughs) My prediction is Vine's going to come back. No, Vine's dead, dude. No, it's going to come back. No, it's going to come back, but like in 30 years. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like when we're actually actually starting to get old. Yeah. (laughs) Vine's going to make a resurgence. And it's going to be retro. Yeah, it sounds awful. Yeah. That's awful. That's an awful future that you just told us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. While the phenomenon has happened to everyone at one point, one or another, uh, people of Iraqi butophobia are extremely afraid of it. The severity of... Oh, God. This is... Oh, God. I'm getting drunk and this is hard to read. The severity of this varies from person to person. Some of this condition may able to be... Be uh, be able to s- eat small portion, small amounts of peanut butter, while others will avoid eating peanut butter or anything with the consistency of peanut butter altogether. This can stem from a greater phobia of things that are sticky or a fear of choking. It may also stem from a traumatic incident with peanut butter, such as choking on or being allergic to it. I mean, I kind of get it, actually. I get the fear of choking part. I like. I get but like it's, a, it's an peanut uncom- butter. It, yeah, specifically peanut butter. I don't get, but it is an uncomfortable feeling that can remind you of something like choking. I don't know. Honestly, I, I, I when peanut butter sticks to the roof, I my guess mouth, I don't like understand because it's not something I'd ever be afraid of. But I kind of get why people might be. I lick of. it off. Yeah, it's fine. I like, like I don't know. I like peanut butter. I like peanut butter. I like, like giving a spoonful of peanut butter to a dog. But I will say, I go, I go a little heavier on the jelly than the peanut butter nowadays. I go heavy on the peanut butter. I will. Say. Oh, interesting. Because yeah. yeah. I like the peanut butter to be a little more fluid, a little bit more watered down by the jelly. Oh yeah, I, I get, I get it. Yeah, the peanut butter can be a little thick. I and mean, it does give you that choking feeling. I mean, I try to have a pretty even. But I'm not like. I'm scared of it. I, I don't try, know. That's weird. I try to get it pretty even, but I guess if I had to have one heavier than the other, I'd go with the peanut butter. See, what I'll do, yeah. I'll do a, a thin to medium smear of peanut butter on my toasted bread. And then a good amount of like – now, do you prefer grape or strawberry jelly? Oh, that's a hard one. That's a tough one. Um, grape jelly. I've been leaning – oh, grape. Yeah. See, grape is classic. I, I, I had some toast. I went to the. I went to uh, Durango Diner this morning. Had some toast, and I put. Um, you went to a local Denny's. Durango. Oh Diner. no, Durango Diner. Yeah, and I, went, I, and nice. I had. Uh, I had some grape jelly on my toast. No, you can't go wrong. Grape, but strawberry honestly is becoming one of my favorites. That's what I have in my fridge right now. I have strawberry jelly. I like Seems them both. More natural. I like them both. I don't know. I don't know, but anyway. That's the list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've gone on long enough. It's going to be a little shorter than what it is. Yeah. What it looks like. But not but by that much. Not by that much. <laughs> but you know what? It, it's a good way to start the season or whatever you call it. <laughs> uh, this new year. Um, look forward to it. Or not. It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, everybody. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, we'll let you know if we have to take a break, but hopefully yeah. we won't because we got things ready for you guys. So uh, yeah, let's. That's it. You guys it's have good, a good one. Yeah, or it's gonna be a good year. Check out the link tree. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> this is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends that you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To view all of our current available streaming and social media platforms, visit our link tree in the description below. If you enjoy the show, it would be appreciated if you leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Okay, Colton, you can roll the outro now.